What's up, y'all, and welcome to the NXS Cast, a show where friends come together to discuss, digest, and dream all things gaming in excess. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Dash, and today in episode four, we'll be talking about Dead Space making its return, the EA Play Live event as a whole, Death's Door, and more. If you're watching us on YouTube and you like what you're hearing, hit that like, hit that subscribe. Every bit of love helps. We appreciate that. And uh, to help me get the show started, our co-host, the Souls Like Stud, Mr. Jeremy Rain. What's up, brother? Doing good. Another week, another cast. That's going to be But now we have a fourth chair. We do Mm -hmm. got a fourth chair. We'll introduce Mm -hmm. him in a second. But our other co-host, he has a sword and will travel. Mr. K Fun, Kevin Fontana. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Just like Jeremy said, another week. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. It's, just been, a, it's been a real busy week. It's uh, uh, both gaming and uh, and life in general. Yeah, for sure, man. We'll be talking about all those games that we're going through. But let's introduce our special guest that you guys keep bringing up. He is the host of one of the best gaming shows out there, certainly one of the funniest ones and uh-huh. one of my favorite shows, The Backlog Chronicles. And he actually gave me uh, my first guest spot on a podcast and is partially responsible for us doing all this and inspiring me. Uh, my good friend, Dr. Mo. What's up, brother? Thanks for joining the show. They call me the cherry popper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you. Uh, How many cherries great. have you popped? Probably no, a bunch. No, no, I will not comment on that right now. I popped your, you I popped your cherry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. That's great to be here, man. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. You guys have been doing great. Uh, you know, it's young show, good vibes, and uh, let's get the ball rolling, man. Glad to be here. Yeah, so a lot of our friends and and fans are familiar with who you are, but the pe- for the people who aren't, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, uh, you know what are you what are you about as a gamer? And uh, talk about your show, The Backlog Chronicles. Uh, yeah. So for me as a gamer, first I have no. And if you follow me, you kind of know I don't really have any allegiances. I don't really give a fuck. You know, I mean, I I always follow games. I I play where. Whatever is good. You know, I pick up whatever is good. I follow whatever is good. You know, I am a cuck for gaming. I am not a cuck for a brand. Keep it real, you know, bro. You're, so... an, you're a Nintendo. Yeah, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I've realized I'm not their market anymore. Um, yeah, so, you know, I mean, that's, it's kind of, uh, that's kind of the direction I go in. Started really the podcast last year. I was thinking about it for like six months and then finally got the ball rolling. And uh, it's just because, you know, as much as you want to talk about it on Twitter, it's not really, there's only so much you can type, you know I mean? So Mm -hmm. we ended up just doing this and we're like, you know what, man, let's do it for fun. You know, it's not a, uh, it's, it's, it's something, you know, it, it became a kind of like just got bigger and better, you know, as we went on. And I mean, I don't have a big audience or anything, but you know, still it's not, uh, I'll, I'll I'll continue to do it just because of my love for doing it. You know, I mean, I'm, I don't have any financial gain or benefit out of it. You know, I mean, it's really just out of love. And started it with me and Machine Gun Mike, and my uh, and uh, then we just uh, expanded to four guys. We got Jordan and Kevin, Kevin first, and Jordan, and it's been good, man. It's been awesome. It's uh, a lot of good conversation, and um, 
every Sunday, man. Every Sunday is uh, I look forward to it, just like I'm sure you guys have been looking forward to Fridays now. So you kind of know it's, the feeling. <laughs> it's I mean, we're all over the place uh, right now. We don't have an actual like recording date. Kevin is uh, partially so to blame for that. So that's <laughs> sure, how we that's were. Great. That's how we were initially. Uh, yeah. Mike and I, when we were together, we never did because we used to do it like this. We used to do it pre-recorded. Remember, because uh, okay. I used to, we used to actually use Zencaster. Uh, so we used to do it off camera. And then we didn't really start getting consistent. Um, we didn't really start getting consistent until, um, you know, once jo once Kevin joined us. And then that's when yeah. we really just locked down the day. Look, the only way it's going to happen is if all three of you sit down together and just say, hey, listen, yep. what day is going to work? Like you have to commit to the day and that's it. You know, I mean, otherwise it's just going to be all over the place. And then when you want to have guests to just, yeah, I know, man, it's yeah, just like, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, yeah. like I said, we're, as we're figuring it out, you like sort of now that we're like in our official run, you being our, uh, our guest, it's just, it's hard enough for, again, for us to track it down and, and get a date. I think we're sticking to Wednesdays, dropping on Thursdays, but we did that last week and the steam deck got announced and like reservations and like, there's like three big news stories. I'm like, we spent like uh, four hours talking about like final fantasy 14 rumors. And there's this yeah. big ass steam deck drop yeah. the, the very next day on the drop. So that's tough. Um, we're enjoying it right now. I was going to ask you, was there like an episode, maybe even before you guys started going live, was there an episode where you felt like you were starting to like really get it yeah. um, where it really clicked? You know, yeah. would you remember like an episode number or range that like that was for you guys? I, I, I don't know the range. I remember uh, Mike and I, when we first started, it was like the PlayStation. It was one of the PlayStation shows that we did. And we're like, you know what? Fuck it. We just did our pilot and we published it, you know, where we... <laughs> whatever and then i started asking people you know I, I actually asked jordan jordan was one of my first listeners jordan and kevin you yeah. know and it's so funny and now they're like part of their members of the show you know they're co-hosts and uh i used to ask them i used to ask them like hey what do you what do you think and you know they would tell me obviously i would ask ains as well from uh, season gaming and yeah. then he started telling me but as far as like when honestly we had joe winter uh the developer of song of iron we had him on in october and at that time, we that was the first live show that we did. So I remember Mike and I kind of like just, we were all over the place. You know, we were putting it together. I didn't want to make it like an interview. You know how all these guys, they bring developers. Yeah. I'm like, you know, these developers are human beings, man. You know, like they want to shoot the shit. They want to talk about games. They don't want to be like, so what do you think about this level design? You know, like, I mean, <laughs> you know, like, I mean. I actually we, checked that part of that episode. Yeah, you kept yeah. it pretty, pretty ca casual and comfortable with them. Yeah, we did, man. And that's what I told him. I told him, I'm not going to ask you anything that you're not comfortable answering. I'm only going to ask you whatever it is that you showed on your YouTube page. You know, so, and that's what we did. And that's really when it was, I, I mean, that was like a few months into it, but at that point I was like, okay, if I can do this live, cause I think I managed it pretty well that day. Cause you know, it was our first live show. I had yeah. been on shows that were live, but I hadn't hosted a live show. Mm. So that was really, yeah, you know, at that time, you know, and then it just gets, then the other thing, I don't know why the fuck we're talking about this, but this is great. The other thing is time time management because me and Mike used to push like three hours. You know what well, I mean? And, and a lot of popular podcasts do that. Like they, they can yeah, have a tour episode I, and they can have like a four or five hour episode. Right? But then go but then go and see, but then go and see how many people are actually finishing the episodes. Yes. You know, like that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, to us, yeah, we're doing it for fun. Sure, we want to talk as much as we uh, as much as we want. But I think eventually, once we started transitioning to especially the live, we we tried to keep it because, 
when you're pre-recorded, it doesn't matter, right? People just listen to it as is, you know I mean? Even if yeah. it's three hours or whatever, you could split it up in six days if you want. Mm-hmm. But when it's kind of, when it's live, really, it's the same shit when you publish it to YouTube. But when, when people are live and actually watching it, you kind of want to get to a point where you want to respect their time too, you yeah. know? Plus I'm yeah. married. So anything over two hours and my <laughs> wife will kick my ass. So. I'm right there <laughs> with you, Mom. I'm right there yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, so you get it. Kevin can relate. <laughs> my wife's pregnant yeah. as well, so... <laughs> Bro, there's been times. Congratulations, been man. Times. Thank you. Congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for you. So the Backlog Chronicles, it's I'm a huge fan. I'm there. You know, you'll see me interacting in the chat pretty oh, much yeah. every week. Oh, yeah. Every week. I'm a huge fan Appreciate of it. it like I, I told Mo, I started listening to it initially as a friend, but I started listening to it as a fan uh, shortly after because it really is one of the most fun shows every week. Appreciate and, it, well, Thank you. My highlight every uh, every Sunday when I check that out. We'll have a link in the description, and uh, you guys thank got you. a good show, I'm thank sure, you. planned for this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Well, hey, man, glad to have you. Thank you so much for uh, being Pleasure. on the show. Let's let's get into what we've been playing, and we'll start with our honorary guest here. Mo, what have you been playing, man? <laughs> <laughs> what have I been playing? It's funny because we were just talking about this before the show. Uh, <laughs> I finished, uh, I think in the last week, had I finished Doom Eternal last Sunday on my show? I'm like, I don't even remember. I finished Doom Eternal, uh, normal. That was hard. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, I, I said, yes, actually, I did mention it. I said it was an achievement. Finishing that game is an achievement. It is a yeah. difficult game. Yes. I know you've played Bloodborne. I actually asked, mm-hmm. uh, asked Jordan and a couple other guys, you know, guys who are soulsborne players and i told them i'm like how would you compare this even though it's first person third person but in terms of difficulty man they said it's right up there that made me feel better because yeah. i suck at bloodborne yeah. game you know at soulsborne games so i forget dude, I, I remember right. the first moment you interact with that guy in the sword who's like really fast and you have to Ooh, like uh, your back or whatever i can't remember oh yeah the, the marauder yeah, dude, the Marauders are ridiculous. Yeah, he is. I almost the put down Marauders the game tough. when I interacted with it. No, yeah, Marauders <laughs> tough. Uh, so finished that. I actually started playing uh, real quick. Wait, wait. Yeah. Let me, I did actually play Doom Eternal, and I yeah, did I applaud anyone. It? No, absolutely not. I was playing on normal. <laughs> I may go back and and I try to get on normal and just like bang my head against the wall. Uh, but it's that's so that's a game that just makes you do like finger gymnastics between yes. the you gotta get in rhythm. chainsaw and it's like yeah. man the whole uh, low ammunition thing mm-hmm. yeah um because i just spray and pray man and that's a, that's yeah. the thing that you have to you can't really do it in do that you know? game you can't yeah so you i didn't get very far man but i do have plans to go back and get back to it and keep in mind, when you do jump back into it, they reward you for offensiveness. And so you yes. never stop moving and you always attack. Yes. Even if you run out of ammo, you attack yes. and you'll get more ammo. Yeah. Uh, yes. In that game, yeah. it's it's insane. I love it. Yeah. I need to play the DLC. Not, if you're not it, a no, I, I haven't played the DLC. I, I, I know there's like, want to. they're like different types of games, but how's yes. that com- how's that difficulty compared to something like Returnal, which we recently like played and that one was really really hard mm. it's definitely easier than returnal definitely <laughs> easier than returnal uh, oh, damn. <laughs> we got we have two Listen, people dude. that beat returnal here and two people that yeah. beat uh doom eternal it's yeah. funny we're like split evenly Look, <laughs> yeah i talked about this last week too returnal i loved returnal i didn't finish it i actually got stuck at the second boss i got stuck at the mm. second boss and i kept getting him to the third life bar halfway mm-hmm. through and i just could not get over that hump 
realistically if i wanted to keep trying i probably would have but i think i got to a yeah. point where i'm like man fuck this you know like because i kind yeah. it was it, i kind of got that uh sekiro vibe from it you know where i keep going and going and going and just i'm not hitting going anywhere i'm hitting a wall so i'm like look man i'm wasting my time i could be playing something else unfortunately because i think returnal is a fine is a damn fine game my game you know, of the so, year i know i know i, I, I almost did the same thing though i i i beat that second boss and then um we we talked about it off camera but i have three kids everybody who's listening and there were so many times that i would leave my game for like the night and i'd come back and they'd be playing like bug snacks and i'm like <laughs> oh my gosh i was just playing for like seven hours and it's all gone so Isn't i, I honestly just gave up I that's tragic, like, dude. I don't have time to keep that doing is this. so tragic. That is so tragic. But anyway, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, we're going on, on and on. So I, <laughs> no, it's all good. I finished that. I started playing uh, again for like the fourth time. I started playing a uh, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. I'm a huge nice. fan of the Splinter Cell series, and that store, which I'm sure you probably want to discuss later. But I'm we absolutely want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Game of the Year candidate, right there. That one. It uh, really is. I don't even say that sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. This is I know about that one, chief. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever oh, that no. means. <laughs> I'm glad we got we got I'm glad we got different tastes here. I mean Mo is uh, a, a lover of biomutant. Uh, uh, no, not really, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. I remember no, when no, I came no, onto no, your no. show, I was right. I, I didn't want to trash Lover it because you guys were giving word. away a copy of that. I was like, I'm not going to trash this game right now, but man, did I just like that. It was game. Mo's copy. Yeah. That's why they were giving it away. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, that was uh, that was a copy that was uh, provided to me by one of the guys from GBTB. He's just like, hey, you want to give this away wow. on your show? I'm that's like, cool. sure, man. I appreciate it. That's cool. That's really you nice. know, I, yeah. No, but definitely All right. not. Game of the cool. Year. Let's let's move on to Jeremy. Jeremy, what you been playing, man? Uh, so I beat Spider-Man Miles Morales finally. Nice. Uh, you know, very good. How how many months since since launch since that Still game haven't. has come out? Yeah. Um, I beat that. What you think? It's really good game. They they know how to kind of. I think they did better in like boss fights and then in terms of opening their combat up with like having, you know, Mile Morales is uh, his, his power set. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. And it just makes you kind of think like, all right, so how do you how are you going to make Peter Parker interesting? <laughs> right. Because he pretty much just had the, the web slinging and all that. Yeah. But then you have Miles Morales with the, you know, I can camouflage, I can venom punch, I can leap and and all these like unique things that you can chain together and you know as you get more and more of the skill you can uh, chain your combos better like yeah it, it's interesting to see when you know when they finally do spider-man 2 how they take that and how do they make peter parker as interesting as miles morales or maybe yeah, well, he is the main character in spider-man i think i think it's he's i think if <laughs> There's probably Part there's one. probably a good chance there if there's not co-op, uh, some Miles Morales specific areas in in yeah. part two. Um, I I you know I agree with you and I think that's sort of like how do you up the like you know Miles set the set the bar now? How do you yeah. up it from there? It's certainly not with more gadgets. Like I don't want to see. Yeah. That, that was one of the problems with the first one. I don't want to see like two hundred gadgets. So many. Uh, I, and Somniac is really guilty of that. Yeah. Is just giving you sometimes too much of a good yeah. thing. But I like think they. Plank. The amount of weapons, oh my gosh. Yeah, and that's what Ratchet and Clank's all been always about. And but yeah. like all of their games, that's sort of like one of their like DNA pieces. Resistance was the same thing. You get this big weapon yeah. wheel of weapons. Um, but I, I think that you know, even even though 
Peter doesn't have those venom power. Like you could have supers that are really interesting. You can have gadgets that really like dramatically change the the gameplay, like the way he like yeah. floats or something like that. Or I don't know. That's that's a good point about the gadgets because I feel like yeah, that in a sense, you having that many gadgets kind of slows the flow of combat. Uh, it kind of breaks that that flow when you have to be when you have to go oh hmm i'm gonna use that gravity well yes. gadget Pause. and the drone gadget <laughs> and it's yeah. just like yeah you slow down the action you're out of your <laughs> combat flow um yeah which is why i think i don't i didn't really use any of the gadgets outside of whatever was kind of like selected which is i think it's just the west yeah. <laughs> um yeah. and i don't really i didn't really use anything else but you know i really dug that game especially you know, it being a a shorter game too, I love that it was just like an eight hour experience, especially when we have longer game experiences and and game experiences that don't end. Like yeah. you know, live services. Um <laughs> but yeah, I mean I, I enjoyed it. The story was good. Uh and and they know how to do an, an emotional final boss like fight, like it, it was just like the first Spider-Man, so yeah, lots, they nailed. Yeah, of, they absolutely nailed that in both games. Yeah, they nailed they nailed character, they nailed story. So I, I'm excited for you know Spider-Man two whenever they decide to come nice. out for that. Mm -hmm. Nice, sure. good. I'll take your endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then outside of that, um, I dabbled in Ratchet and Clank. That was before you know Death's Door, yeah. which we'll talk about later. But you know, kind of the same story there. Kind of what Kevin said. They throw so many guns at you early on. It's just like, no. which ones do I choose? No. And you have them like available, right? You can select any of the guns that you purchase in that wheel. And again, it slows down your combat yes. flow. <laughs> um, you know, and I always resisted doing that in Ratchet games. Yeah. And I did that a lot more because I felt like I had to. I was playing on a harder difficulty and I felt like I had to do that this time. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like you, you kind of, you know, you, you kind of map them to like, the the four like directional yes. like pad buttons your right just guns, those are your guns. those are your favorite guns yeah but but yeah overall that game it looks great I'm playing it in fidelity so it looks mm. that like Pixar so Pixar yeah. I played it right there I played it in fidelity too some people yeah. thought it was crazy I'm like dude you you guys are freaking nuts if you haven't yeah. played it in fidelity especially you, now yes that's what I was gonna allude to. Yes, go ahead. I'll let you allude to that. Go ahead. If you if you have a TV that supports it, the mm -hmm. 120 hertz, you get to Ooh. play it in 40 frames per second, which just makes it even more smoother. Like, and that's the more. and that's the crazy thing too, because you think like, oh, whatever. I mean, because yeah. I, I remember I said it, I'm like, look, 60, 40 is not 60, but damn, <laughs> yeah. but I'm lying if I if I mean. You can definitely tell when you play the game. It definitely yeah. feels smoother from thirty to forty. Yeah. You know, definitely. so it's uh, it's it's impressive, man. It's impressive yeah. that it's, that it's such an odd odd number, right? Yeah, yeah. forty. You just <laughs> never never seen that really. Well, yeah, remember, it's 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 four K, right? Like, I mean, so there's only yeah. so much you can squeeze out of. There's so much visual fidelity; it's insane mm -hmm. that they even got it. The freaking four the, the forty is amazing. So, I mean, yeah. and maintaining a oh shit, my camera fell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and maintaining the uh, oh shit, yeah, I did. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say, um, 
for me, I played I played most of it in uh, the ray tracing and performance mode. I think we talked about mm -hmm, that in mm -hmm. the last the last show. And uh, but the fidelity mode, it felt better like in fidelity than Miles Morales did in fidelity. Like I felt like Miles Morales, you needed the sixty frames as you're swinging along. But the fidelity yeah. felt. I played that for like two or three hours, and mm. it felt pretty good in Ratchet. Like if I had to play yeah. that through that again in thirty frames, like uh, I was I was okay with it. Yeah, get it at forty frames, and you'll think that it's sixty. That's essentially yeah. what that mode does. It makes you really think it's it's much more smoother. That's, that's um, I think that's the way to go with your setup. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that that game it feels great. The you know the guns feel great. Um, can't wait to get back into it after Death's Door. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you guys can talk about that. It's like, it's <laughs> if you guys want to talk about Death, Death's Door now, it's not restricted. We'll be talking about its release and reviews I, and all that. Uh, but feel free to. I, I mean, I feel like we can just go back to it since I think we all have opinions on it. So it's true. Uh, we do. We do. I'll, I'll go to the last game that I, I I dabbled in, and that that is uh, a New World by Amazon. Um, that what is that? MM, it's an MMO from Amazon Games. Amazon. Um, that's uh, I think it's coming out in August and it's buy to play. So no subscription fee or anything like that. Um, I think it's supposed to be kind of like it, it had a he heavy in, uh, kind of focus on on PVP. Uh, it seems like they dialed that back a bit, um, but it seems like, you know, you are kind of thrust into this new <laughs> new world. <laughs> um, and, and you know, just kind of like, like making like the colonial the with the, with the, with with some like fantastical elements, obviously, um, like monsters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, didn't dabble too much in it just because of the reports of it frying people's graphics cards. So that kind of that kind of made me world. scared to yeah, it made me a little scared to to jump back in. Um, but oh from gosh. the brief. Thing I played if, if if MMOs are your jam, you'll probably have a decent time with it. It has your kill quests, your fetch quests. MMOs are not my jam, and I'm so thankful <laughs> to have you, Jeremy, to, to play yeah. and cover yeah. the games that I, I will likely not play as much. Like there, if there's any of them I'm gonna play, it's gonna be Final Fantasy 14. Uh, yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, I remember. Let's see, the early access was announced at uh, Summer Game Fest, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, anything else? That's it for me. Other than Death's Door. <laughs> Speaking of Death's Door, I know Kevin, you've been playing that uh, a lot. Feel free to cover that or whatever else you've been playing. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we should definitely not talk about Death's Door until later. But anyway, all I've been playing is Death's Door, so uh, that's all I have to talk about, right? <laughs> how, how, are you, how are you liking it, dude? I love it. It's absolutely amazing. I, I honestly, um, we, you know. I don't know who this is going to tickle, but I'm not a huge fan of indie games. And that, that sounds kind of awful. Um, How out dare loud, you? But yeah, like, like I'm not a gigantor fan of indie games. Uh, I guess I just, I'm not cultured enough maybe to appreciate most of them. Uh, but, yeah, you're not. <laughs> yeah, but, but there's, but there's definitely some that really tickle my fancy and death stores right up there with them. Uh, because it is just so smooth. The graphics are great. I love the soundtrack. That's what gets me the most in games for the most part, aside from visuals, is the soundtrack. And the music is just so beautiful uh, and calming and peaceful, and I love it. Uh, but anyway, that being said, I won't talk too much about it, other than the fact that that's all I've been playing this last week since it came out or whenever it came out. Um, 
it's just a really good game and I can't suggest it or recommend it more. Yeah. That's interesting, man. Like is what, I guess, let me just ask you, what turned you off from indie games? Did you feel like, uh, too many of them were sort of artsy fartsy and, uh, you know, not see, I like that. I like, okay. For instance, um, on the PS3, there was an indie game called, oh my gosh, I can't remember what it's called, but you're, you're like, uh, you're like on rails and you're exploring this really dark, sad world. And you're, um, limbo. I think you're what? Dark. I think you're running away from this like smoky beast. Hmm. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, whatever. My point is I've played a lot of indie games like rain, I think is one that stuck with me for a really long time because it's very emotional. It's sad. It's isolating. Uh, it made me like genuinely feel strongly. And I was like, wow, this is such a great same with journey. Like, so I digress. I, I do like indie games, but they have to be honestly, like you said, artsy fartsy. I feel like they need to make me feel something emotionally you know like i i don't want to just play an 8-bit game because oh it's so cute it's an 8-bit game like eh, if i want to play an 8-bit game i'll just go play you know game boy game like i don't need to relive the retro days through indie games uh, i like these indie games that that really make me feel and have a really great like emotional experience uh, and I yeah. haven't gotten that a ton out of indie games. Then don't get me wrong. There are really fun indie games. So I take back my statement. I don't not <laughs> like indie games. Have, I just haven't played a lot of the right ones. Yeah. Have you played the, have you played brothers, a tale of two sons? I haven't, but Daniel's talked about that numerous times about <laughs> how good it is because it's amazing. I want to No, mm -hmm. it looked good. That looked pretty emotional too. Wasn't it? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> is, uh, is. It takes two. Does that that doesn't count as an indie game anymore now? It's like sort of it's like funded by EA yeah. and uh, Light's no. a big studio now. But this was I think Brothers was before he even formed Hazelight, right? Yeah. No, Brothers was Hazelight, but it was like hmm. in its very early because it was Brothers and then they made uh, a way out and then they made it takes two. Their budget has gotten bigger and bigger with every release. <laughs> I need someone to play a way out with me because these two, they lost the bet. They lost the E3 bet. They have to play a way out and they it's haven't good, started man. yet. I bought it a long time ago. It's also it, on Game Pass and I'm just mm -hmm. been, I need to find the right person to play now, that with. It is nowhere near it takes two, but it's good. Just telling you, it you played two. all three. Wow. You played all three yeah. of those games, right? Mm -hmm. Is would you wow. say it's better than Brothers or? No. Okay, so that one that one was your least favorite. But, uh, but it's not to take away from it because Brothers is a different type of game. Brothers is kind of an isometric. It's an isometric twin stick game, you know, where you literally control each brother with each stick. Huh. You know, what I mean, my brain. That, that yeah, I know it's really cool. Brain. Now that's the thing; they're they're different. They're different styles of games, but in terms of like, a way out has a great ending though. So I hope you haven't spoiled it for okay. you. If you have, they find a way out. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Surprise! It's ending. pretty good. Look, I, honestly, I, I, a, a I portion of a way comparisons. out. Okay, a portion of a way out will spoil from. For, for me by like i think a twitter comment or something like that and oh, i'm so shit. upset oh, about that God, it wasn't and me. i 
and I try, I'm, I'm trying to like pretend like it's, it's like a thing early in the game. I, I think it might be the big things at the end, unfortunately, but uh, I'm, I'm so mad for reading that thread. It was kind of just like, we need yeah. more games that do this. And someone's like, you're, this game does it. And it's like, Oh, why'd you have to, why did I have to read that? But can I tell you're you playing about, the game in reverse? Actually, this is so <laughs> random, but my worst spoiler that ever happened to me in my entire life. Uh, I waited forever for episode seven, star Wars. And as I'm literally in the theater walking to go see it, this guy goes, man, that was crazy when Han Solo died. I can't believe <laughs> Kylo Ren killed him. No. I was like, you get the fuck out. I try really? to be careful, man. When I, coming out of movie movie theaters, I try to be, I, I save that for when we're like near the car in the parking lot. You just gotta, you gotta have your I, headphones on I, when I you went, go to the movie theater. Pe people well, do that. Was, people go in there with headphones. I was off the internet. I was off every sort of social media. I sat by myself with my headphones on outside the oh. theater so that I wouldn't hear anything. And then I took them off as I was walking and that guy spoiled it for me. And like the uh. 10 seconds it took me to walk my theater. I was so, so Such sad. Such a bummer, man. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, which Star Wars was it again? Uh, episode seven. Okay. Which now we all know is, I mean, it's not did great, you, but did you, did you have the, did you have the last of us two spoiled for you? Um, yes, yes, I did because everybody did, was yeah. led to believe the same thing, and yeah, that and what was the other game? Oh my gosh, it was uh, the end of Days Gone, like the actual secret ending. Somebody spoiled that for me, like within like two days of the game launching. I was like, see, if, if I would have had Days Gone spoiled for me, I wouldn't have really cared, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Last of Us 2, I was really, yes, really fucking annoyed. I wasn't yeah. annoyed at what I heard, I was annoyed at the fact that I heard it, yes, you know, because yeah. After I played it and whatever, and the thing is too is like I can we talk about spoilers or no? Did everybody play it here? What I Last of Us don't don't spoil the Last of Us here. Okay, Wait, never what? mind. We no, we're not playing the Last of Us. I played or, it. I we've all we've all played I, it, but I mean, I keep it's, looking at my watch like it's going to tell me when it launched. The rule yeah. is, I think the rule uh, is no. like two plus. Uh, years, no. Maybe. Anyway, no. So basically, uh, yeah. There was two big rumors that I heard, yeah. you know, and one of them was true. And it's so sad that when I finished the game that on my, like, as I was finishing the game, I was still waiting for the other rumor that I had heard. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. It just, it popped up on Twitter because of some mm -hmm. asshole, mm -hmm. but I was still <laughs> waiting the whole time for it to happen. And it never happened. And I was so happy that whatever I had heard didn't happen. How sad is that, bro? People bro, are such assholes, that game. People, such people... assholes. <laughs> People trash talked it forever, but I loved that game so much from start to finish. It's amazing because I have never played such a polarizing game in my life. It's amazing. That made me genuinely hate and love all the characters involved. Yeah, yeah. It's I amazing. hated it and I loved it, and I was so emotionally drained after playing it that I, I'm like, I'm going to go for round two once we get that 4K update on uh, PS5, and it's still on my hard drive and I haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you want to turn this into a Last of Us 2 conversation, we won't finish. But yeah, I'm with you. That's, <laughs> That's great. That's such a great game. Abby did nothing wrong. I'm just saying. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> no, honestly, I'm with you. I, she didn't. I, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't love the whole the, her whole crew and all that, but uh, that's that's yeah. another story. Kind of yeah, we can see that for The last of us two showed me that I like muscular chicks, so that was cool. It's <laughs> a new revelation. For all of us here. Hey, babe, you want to maybe think about start working out? <laughs> yeah, just, just a thought. He just, a sees his wife now. he just randomly sees his wife now. Hey, honey, drop and give me 20. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at those shoulders. 
shit. Kevin, have you been playing anything else? No, literally that's it. I have okay. uh, I have been playing Death Store this week, and that is it. Gosh, have I played anything? No, dude, I got Skyward Sword. And, oh yeah, that's right. I got Skyward Sword, and I played <laughs> the crap out of that for like three days until until Death Store came out. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> we actually were joking about that because uh, Death Store is so like intricate and and finely tuned. I feel, and then uh, and then you were joking about uh, then on the flip side, there's Skyward Sword where you wiggle your joystick to like swing your sword. <laughs> Motion controls are like the worst thing that ever happened to Nintendo for me. It's just, like, those <laughs> games that that are getting remastered, like I tune out of them. Mario Galaxy. I'm I like I want to really yeah. like Mario Galaxy and I'm playing it handheld and it's like what kind of weird stuff do I have yeah. to like I was shaking my whole switch it's yeah. just it just kills my brain again. I will say though I never got to play Skyward Sword uh and and so playing through it now has been wonderful it's it, yeah. it truly is oh, that's a great good game. that's good yeah yeah I didn't care for it uh at that release and I still don't care for it now but uh that's awesome and I love Zelda yeah. games yeah I really yeah, do yeah. I really really truly do but yeah I didn't <laughs> I did get that European one though, uh, Dash, because of the Steelbook. I know. <laughs> I'm still gonna get the Steelbook at some point. Yeah. I got the Joy Cons as well. I'm gonna probably keep that as a collector's item. I don't need to open those up. Yo, rosecoloredgaming.com. They have this just really tangential. They have these displays for the new Joy Con, the Zelda Joy Cons. It is gorgeous. Yeah. It is Rose beautiful. Gaming. Rose Colored Gaming. They have a, they have a Twitter account, and if you go, there's a picture of it. Rose Colored Gaming. They have they make little they make displays for consoles and anything and games and whatever the hell it is. It's so nice, man. It's such a beautiful. Mo, Mo, Mo you're a dangerous friend to have because I am, like, uh, like prior to like meeting you, I like bought all my wow. games digitally, but now I'm like rebuying those games physically. And yeah, uh, nah. you got me to download Mercari, which by the way. Uh, <laughs> I've I've bought like like six games from that already. You and, gotta uh, you gotta get this Joy Joy-Con holder. Yeah, it they, looks great. They look amazing. You saw, you saw it, Kev? I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Isn't yeah, it beautiful, it's, man? It's absolutely beautiful. I, I think it's a Here, little bit sorry, overpriced, Daniel, but god damn, it's beautiful. Hang out. Hang out, buddy. Pop. I'm gonna. I'm, I I got it up right here. Hold on. One Daniel time. just uh, Daniel's just got a lot of disposable income. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is nice. Man. I'm just kidding. I don't have kids is what it is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's Look what I meant thing. to say, but I didn't want to say it out loud. Look how beautiful it is. I mean, oh, it's it, like uh, to me, I like it because it's kind of wind waker-ish. I know there's clouds, yeah. but they kind of look like waves. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's but beautiful. It's beautiful, wow. man. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a piece. That's I, if, I, if I got this, which would it'd be dangerous, I'd have to buy a whole <laughs> new set because I want to keep mine in the box. Yes. Uh, sealed. Yes. I like their display I want cases, And I want to play with them. Hey, uh, no, I'm telling Jeremy, you go through their shit. It's crazy. Uh, I bought, I bought one for this Metro for the Samus Amiibo. I saw it. Yeah, thought I bought that display as well. Mm. It's called Mother and Child. Man, it's nice. My gosh, it's it so nice. so good. I gotta mm -hmm. say, you know what though? Those things got to be worth something eventually because the neon yellow Joy Cons that I have uh, at one point were like 250 bucks. So if those went up that far, I imagine that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, those, those definitely out. will. Well, yeah. the pre-orders went out of stock on on these pretty early, but I haven't yeah. seen them pop up back in stock. Yeah. pretty, pretty regularly now. So almost every day now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, Wario sixty four tweeting about it every day. Dude, I was gonna go buy them, and I got the shutdown hard. I was like, <laughs> babe, hey, remember when we talked about needing new Joy Cons? I got some right here. I want to buy, and she's all, no, no. <laughs> 
Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. No. Gonna, yeah, unless you're gonna. Disp- I'm not buying anything for the Switch anymore. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Are you getting right, that me... OLED switch? Obviously, I mean. No, I'm <laughs> not. I did pre-order the Steam Deck though, but I'm I'm not. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm, oh I'm man, not. I want Steam Deck so bad. I want everything. I'm, I'm a, just living by I, mean, we, I mean, we say pre-order. Really, all we did was just reserve our spot in line to yeah, pre-order. Five bucks. You know what? Yeah. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Five dollars yeah. 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 I'm hoping a lot of people that paid the five dollars for that aren't actually committed and cancel, so that my yeah. Q1 2022 yes. re- mm-hmm. reservation mm-hmm. moves up and I get that when it actually launches. That's what I'm hoping happens with my tesla cyber truck too man <laughs> oh, oh you got that reserved fuck yeah i did are you yeah, kidding me that thing is yeah. amazing hundred dollars yeah. <laughs> down yes you're on your oh, way yeah. to being a batman villain uh, or a yeah. batman oh, superhero i'm not gonna lie can i drive with you i want to drive with you in that thing it looks so ridiculous but that's it why i love it, love it. honestly yeah. man yeah yeah sounds like you need a you need to drive around that with the, with like the Halo theme song in the in the background. Yes, <laughs> you know it's going to be wild. Don't get da, 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 don't get more started on Halo. You started on Halo, man. It's okay. This is your show, but I'm let's let's let's, let's uh let, we're having we're having fun we're having fun, but let's keep it moving. I'll just quickly talk about what I've been playing. All right, chief. Which which is Death's Door. <laughs> Yo, I've been playing so much that store. That I I beat it in what two two days, two and a half days. That was amazing. I'd close my, I'd go to bed and close my eyes, and I would see a little crow, you know, just in the dark. <laughs> and in my in my head, I'd see a little crow rolling around, swiping his little magenta colored sword. Um, I got obsessed with that game, man. And that's when uh, that's when I know I absolutely love a game when I'm not looking at the time anymore, where it's yep, like yep. three, four, five hour session, and I'm like, damn, I still got the energy to keep going. Um, one of my absolute favorite games this year. I can't wait to talk to you guys a little bit more about it. Um, but prior to that, I was playing uh, some Hyperlight Drifter. I think I talked about that on the la- last show. I ended up beating it. And man, uh, what another really fantastic game. And playing Death Store right after that, and the developers themselves have mentioned it, there was a lot of inspiration they took from Hyperlight Drifter. From, you know, the mechanics itself from, you know, in, in this game, you're you're rolling instead of the actual drifting or dashing in hyperlight drifter um but the way you replenish ammo or magic in both games is, is very similar uh you get attacks in on enemies and items and you replenish your ranged weapons which which is great um but yeah man very um obviously a very different style style of game than than death store um that you know, Hyperlight Drifter is that quintessential like pixel art indie game that you see and you're like, oh, typical sort of indie game. But <laughs> it's it's it is pixel art, but it's done in such a I don't know, like carefully like artistic way where you look at the screens and it doesn't just look like retro for the sake of retro. Like there's some really beautiful uh, like vistas and like landscapes and just uh you know fallen giants and so on. Uh, so that was a game that i also beat beat those two games in the last week and then i played a little bit of skyward sword hd and let me tell you i was i was playing some skyward sword hd uh handheld after death store and it's tough man it's tough to play that game where you have to hold down a a trigger button to look around with uh, the right stick it's just like it makes your brain do extra work to do really basic movements and when you look at how like fluid and tight the gameplay and the mechanics of something like death stories and you switch to skyward sword hd it's just night and day man um so that's been a hard game to put a lot of time into man I've, i'm less than a couple hours in or about a couple hours into it um just got 
uh, out of the intro like portion of it and into like the the main world. Um, and I'm sure I'll eventually like it because I do like Zelda, but I I. I ha- I'm having a hard time with those Wii Motion games that are getting <laughs> yeah. ported uh, ported to Switch. It's 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 hard for me uh, mm-hmm. to do that. The um, only thing for me is I want two more games ported to the Switch, and I won't care anymore. First, I want the Metroid Prime series, and the thing is, is I'm more confident in the first two than the third one because the third one came out on the Wii. Uh, I'm sorry, I. On the Wii, yes, on the Wii. No, you're right. Right, yeah, and the first two came out on the GameCube, uh, so I think those will end up translating well. And then obviously, I just want Wind Waker. Wind Waker for me is, I'm in the minority, man, but it's my favorite Zelda. I fucking love Wind you Waker, know, dude. I yeah, love, no, dude, Wind Waker is amazing. Love, I love Wind Waker so much, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's another thing too. Going from, um, uh, I played a little bit of Wind Waker earlier this year, and the sword play—it's like the best sword play I've played in a Zelda game. So good, man! Uh, it's it's so satisfying. And then you mm-hmm. go and play the uh, handheld version of Skyward Sword sword play, and I just mm-hmm. can't get the analog swiping, analog stick swiping down. Um, I have yeah. like a really really hard time with that. So, again, uh, night and day difference between even Wind Waker and Skyward Sword, and uh, you play yeah, you play a game like Death's Door where attacking enemies and, and all that is just is, is just so challenging and fun and then you switch over to something like skyward sword and the challenge is the controls not the yeah the actual enemies themselves yeah. so I, I do need to try it do- docked with a pro controller i think that might help a little bit but i don't think i don't Definitely think i'm easier but still as yeah as, as I, <laughs> oh really and, and i may and i may just try the the motion controls because i think someone was raving about it and, and said that that like since the game was designed that way you should at least give it a try um but yeah right now it's gonna it's gonna be a while for me to really finish that game and really get into it mm-hmm. uh, it's mm-hmm. not something i'm eager to do um a couple other games on my radar are until dawn want to beat that soon and uh dishonored is one that i want to beat before uh <clears throat> what's death loop lots of hey. lots of death and death's door and death loop and we, can we really story number what, one? What what's until dawn about? I've seen it, but I, I've never actually like played it. Um, <laughs> it is. Sorry, I I've only I've only played like the, the intro of it. It's a, a it's a horror game, story driven horror okay. narrative yeah. game, where um it's very decision based. You 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 okay. choose your own choose your own sort of path. You make decisions. Uh, and that sort of decides the fate of, of uh, okay. the, the characters. Okay. Um, really crude description of it. But I am I was transitioning so perfectly, Kevin. And Sorry, I that totally threw that off. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, that's what you've been playing. Let's get into our, some new stories. Story number one. Dead Space is making its return. Yeah! With a remake that's been in the works at EA Motive. That's probably the worst kept secret, right? We talked about this yes. like two or three episodes yes. ago. Worst kept secret in the industry. Uh, but <laughs> EA Motive finally unveiled the long rumored Dead Space with a short teaser to the uh, during the EA Play live show. Uh, in an interview with IGN, the game's leads uh, really just revealed more details, which was kind of interesting because what they actually revealed was just a short teaser, which was awesome. That got my blood pumping. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the details themselves are really interesting. So let me go ahead and share uh, that little video right now, that little teaser while I do that. Um, oh, please do. 
Yeah. So some things that came up in the interview were the word immersion. They kept talking about immersion over and over again. And what that, what they mean by that is, uh, one, this is made for, is it playing? It's just really dark. It is playing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's made for, uh, next generation PS five, Xbox series X and S and as well as PC. So they're aiming for no loading. It's just all sort of yes. seamless and, and, and all that. Um, and they want to keep the, you know, the essence of like one of the things that made the, the, the game special, right. Which was like no HUD display, all that stuff, like the health bar on Isaac's actual backpack, mm -hmm. things like inventory displays and ammo and so, so on. Uh, they talked about, uh, building on the story. Here's a quote from one of the, uh, the lead developers for us, the foundation is a dead space one story. So by default, that is what's canon. But then there's some improvements that we want to make to the story. Uh, end quote. Uh, so like, to me, that's interesting. I mean, I felt like resident evil too, that, which this is, this is, you know, their, their team is sort of clearly taking some inspiration from. It did a little bit of that where it kept the core of what, what made the game special, but really built on built on it. Uh, last thing that I want to mention from the, there's a lot of like good nuggets that they uh, included in the interview. Uh, but last thing I want to mention is, you know, EA has been notorious with, uh, microtransactions and they made it very clear that they've learned from this team is, uh, has said they've learned from their mistakes and there will be no microtransactions, which is, yes. which is always welcoming, but yes. it's kind of, it is kind of sad or weird when they have to call that out in like yeah. the <laughs> initial, like, you know, unveil in an interview. Um, so yeah, Mo, I know this is something you've been excited about. What'd you think of the teaser? I thought it was great, man. Uh, really my, my most, uh, I think the, the thing that made me the happiest was the fact that they are making it for the new consoles only and for PC. Um, I think that's awesome, you know, considering that they're using the frostbite and then they talked about, they talked more about the ray tracing and, uh, this, uh, new form of dismemberment that they, uh, the, you know, the, that, that they mentioned and all these other, uh, fancy, uh, tricks, visual tricks that they're planning on implementing. I thought it was nice, man. I, I mean, I I was disappointed they didn't show more, but I wasn't surprised yeah. they didn't show more, you know, because, I mean, it's it's a clear indication that, you know, they're just letting us know that, hey, this exists and we're making it and we're just kind of validating uh, or kind of reinforcing all of these rumors that you've heard from before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think it's great, dude. I think uh, they're going to do a fantastic job. I think they know what's at stake. There's no microtransactions. And uh, on top of that, they if anything like you were mentioning about resident evil 2 i think this whole dawn these remakes especially with survival horror they definitely saw that there's a market for it. it's been shelved for a yeah. long time they saw the success that resident evil 2 remake had uh also three not to the same extent but still mm -hmm. you know and uh they figured they're like you know what man it's definitely time for us to do this i mean there's a lot of people that treasure the series sans three you know, yeah, like I was gonna say, I think, I think Dead Space 2 is one of the greatest games I've ever played. Yes. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. And I, there's a lot of people, you know, that are like, you see, I, I'm seeing a lot of these, you know, these obvious takes, you know, like those, these Captain obvious takes, you know, like, <laughs> Like, I'm excited, but we need to see more. Well, I mean, no shit. We just saw it, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. I'm just you know, like, without seeing anymore. You know what I'm not? It's like, oh, but we need to see more. Like, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, it's really not, it's not rocket science what you're saying. Like, of course we need to see more. We don't know shit about it yet. We haven't seen anything about yeah. it yet. But 
it's just and then you know a lot of people they're I I I don't. I haven't mind. heard that one. By the way, we have to see more. That's a new oh, one for me. But. Oh, dude, Windows Central. Windows Window Central posted. Windows Central posted an article today. Uh, some uh, one of the. I think it's a freelance writer that wrote it for them. Oh. I I like Windows Central, you know. But I was just like, I mean, what are you telling me here? That's that yeah. we don't know of yet. You it's know, a and, teaser. Yeah, of course. It's, that's exactly yeah. what it is. I, it's I a fucking like teaser. I feel like that's such. I don't. I don't want to get hung up on it too much, but I feel like it's that's such a hipster take. Like, yeah, of course, we need to see more. But I think it's okay to be pro- excited about be excited, the prospect yes. of what what this could be, right? Oh yeah. Oh man, mm-hmm. the memories associated with it. I so, remember getting this on launch day in what 2008 when it came out. Oh man, memories. Kevin, would you? So would you? Yeah. You talk about it, man. What'd you think of this uh, teaser trailer and, and this unveiling? I'm so excited. I'm so excited because again, I, I got this dead space in 2008 when it launched and uh, it went launched in October, I think too. So I was playing it and I remember playing it through like, through like uh, Halloween even. And I remember being at home by myself playing it while my family was all gone. And I had my, my, at the time, my, the old school pulse three D's or whatever they call the pulse elites that, like vibrated and had a ton of bass and stuff. So anyway, I was wearing those and you could hear everything around you and it would rumble your head. And uh, it just made it such a great experience. And and I just remember it uh, so vividly and, and happily, um, you know, wandering down the hall and hearing something like right behind me. And I'm like, no, stop, stop. Well, yeah, you got the new Pulse 3D headset. So that's probably going to be a must have for you to play with that. They're they're amazing. They're absolutely fantastic, especially with like games like Returnal that actually make use of the uh, the 3D audio. Um, I can only imagine the amount of um, uh, changed underwear I'm going to have to <laughs> when Dead Space comes out. <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think? I'm terrified, man. I mean, <laughs> it, I, I just just look at the teaser. It's like it, it's dark. Ray tracing all over the place. Yeah, so good. <laughs> and there it is again, you know, like like I like I mentioned a few episodes ago where I was just like admiring the detail. I'm like, whoa, yeah. look at the lighting. <laughs> look, yeah. look at the volumetric <laughs> lighting and the and, and the yeah. little fog. It's it all looks great. And then there it is. It's just like deja vu Never again, mind. the necromorph <laughs> just <laughs> show, showing up out of nowhere. And then yeah, you get um Isaac and I, you know, I'm going to play this game, but oh my God, it's, uh, I'm going to have like some intense anxiety playing this game, uh, just as I did in the original and knowing, you know, no loading times, like Oof, I, I don't even get a time to like, to like breathe. Or... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, you know what? Can I say, I'm so excited to see what they do with all the deaths because that was yeah. one of my favorite part of all the death space games <laughs> is how Isaac died. They were always just really brutal and gross. Can't wait to see it in 4K. Not to mention the haptics. Like, I oh mean, I had to imagine they'd have yes. to use the haptics, the 3D sound. Oh my god! Like, I. Oh, it's gonna be good. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm oh, giddy. Yeah. Let me let me uh well let me just say that I'm really excited about it as well. Like that teaser, I I know I, I wanted to see more, and I was actually surprised we didn't a little bit. Um, but I wasn't disappointed. Like that's all I needed. I needed to know that hey, it's officially real. And uh, the little bits like the necromorph, his health filling back up and that, you know, blood sort of scrawled uh, thing on the wall that said it cut off the limbs. Like those few things right there gave me goosebumps and just like fueled my fueled my excitement. So I was happy with that. 
Um, I'm I'm excited at you know some of the things that they've been saying. One one of the concerns I had was. I hope this isn't just kind of like a, a light sort of refresh and they'll just yeah. maybe polish up some of the elements. They're building this from the ground up. They're referencing, they have all the original assets that are referencing. They're rebuilding this from the ground up. Um, one, and, and we, and again, we, we talked about the sort of the parallels with uh, what, you know, Capcom did with resident evil two and three remakes, but one take that I've seen um, and I'll open this up to anyone uh, online is yeah, but that was different. That was a game from what 96. What did it come out? Yeah. I don't know, 90, yeah. 96, 97. And it sort of was a uh, fixed camera view with tank controls. And you're now moving that into a third person over the shoulder view with this. It's a 2008 game and you're going yeah. from third person view to third person view. Do we need this was one of the takes I saw. Um, yes, we do. And yeah, what are you guys? Any anyone's thoughts on that? Uh, do, do you do you feel like that sort of like criticism is valid, or um, does any of that kill your excitement? Or absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because honestly, they're not doing this just for the money. Obviously, they need to make money, but they learn from from that Star Wars experience that if they make a good single player focused adventure, people are going to want it. And remaking a beloved franchise like Dead Space. For people like me, like that's totally worth it. I'll buy that game at six dollars, not a problem with it. Seventy dollars on PlayStation, right? <laughs> but can't wait. You're talking about Dead Space. I mean, why does it have to apply to this? I mean, why couldn't we say the same thing about Capcom with with Resident yeah. Evil? Despite the fact that Resident Evil Two is older than Dead Space, but I mean, yeah. Why Why does that need to? Dude, you know I'm so sick of this bullshit. <laughs> Everything's a fucking cash grab. It's a yeah. business. It's money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a cash grab. Everything is a cash grab. Yeah. And so what? So what? Look at right? Pokemon. If it's well made and it's worth my time, so what if it's a cash grab? You don't have to buy it. You yeah. don't well, have to buy it. I, I think that's less. That's not so much the argument. It's more of like, okay, in the case of Final Fantasy VII to Final Fantasy VII Remake, you got a huge gap and then the actual like gameplay mechanics themselves yeah. are vastly different. Sure. Same with the resident evil two original sure. beyond the graphics. You you're going from a fixed camera angle with tank controls in resident evil two to third person and several generations uh, sure. separated. Whereas this is, you're going from Xbox 360 PS three to a couple generations ahead. I don't think like, that like, I, I understand that criticism. It's not something that I'm worried yeah. about. I, I don't, I, I'm not going to say it's completely invalid, but like, yeah. obviously like you're seeing it trend, you're seeing the reception to it. Obviously it's something fans wanted. So you can have that take and that's fine. Maybe it's something that you or a group of people may, may not want, but there are a huge group of folks, including me. I got the worst freaking memory in the world, guys. I beat uh, one <laughs> and two, I believe. Besides cutting off the limbs and, you know, going through yeah, yeah, a desolate yeah. abandoned space station and having some like uh, weird twist ending, I think in the first yeah. one, yes. uh, uh, I don't remember anything <laughs> from the game. So I want to relive it. I want to relive it with the enhanced yeah. uh, visual sound story, uh, you know, gameplay and all that stuff. Well, and can I yeah. say to Mo's point, did anybody complain when they uh, revamped like Ratchet and Clank when they remade the first game? Like, no, because it was cool and it was clearly a passion project and they wanted to do it to bring this game into the new age. Like, they didn't need to remake the first Ratchet and Clank, but it was super cool that they did. You know, yeah, complaining yeah, about yeah. Spyro or, or Crash Bandicoot or any of these games that they're remaking. Demon's Obviously, Souls, Demon's Souls was PS3. 
That's right. Demon, Demon Souls, Souls was amazing. Demon Souls was PS3. Yeah. Shadow of the Colossus was PS2, yeah. but then they yeah. but then they they put an HD they version it on, on PS3, PS3 you know, <laughs> and then PS3, so yeah. I mean yeah, you could say it's all a cash grab at the end. Of, everything is a cash grab, yeah. man. It's a business, you know. Plus, but it could uh, be worse. Do you remember on PS3 uh, when they kept coming out with yes. remasters? Yes. Oh, yeah. like every Look, other man. month. <laughs> here's the problem. Here's here's really the underlying issue. They call it a cash grab. What it really yeah. is is they're afraid that their nostalgia is going to get fucking chopped and screwed, right? And something is going to either come that's better or it's going to be worse. Let's just say this remake is worse than what your nostalgia dictates. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Go back and play the old games. Think about the old games. Yeah. Forget this one exists. <laughs> It's not going to do anything, right? Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the whole LeBron James and Michael Jordan thing, right? Like, I mean, people right away, they want to say like, well, Michael Jordan's the best and LeBron sucks, right? Like, I mean, if anybody says anything about LeBron James being mm -hmm. possibly the greatest player ever, you're crazy. You're out of your mind, right? It's just, it's nostalgia <laughs> that kicks in right away. I watch both, both players play. I think great. they're both yeah, well, that's true. But that's also, what I'm saying, man. It's just, they, they feel threatened by their nostalgia as if like, I mean, I, I yeah. mean, Everything is a cash grab. Yeah. Everything is a cash well, yeah. grab. Everything has to be financially viable. For yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, so Dead Space oh. closed closed the EA Play show, but let's talk about the rest of the show itself. It was a 40-minute show hosted by Austin Creed, and they uh, one thing that I actually appreciated about it is that they didn't load the show up with, like, 12 or 13 games. There were a lot of like very obvious no shows. Uh, you know, none of the Bioware games were there. Yeah. Uh, Skate, you know, wasn't there. Uh, I feel like I'm missing another really big one. Um, uh, no, you mentioned Bioware. Bioware was pretty Bioware much. Bioware was, it's the, the Mass Effect, the new Mass Effect game, and, uh, Dragon, and Dragon Age. The new Dragon yeah. Age. So those were the big mm. ones. I feel like there's one other big one I'm missing, but that's okay. But they did, they did sort of have a, a pretty FIFA, well rounded yeah. show. I'm glad I'm glad FIFA and Madden weren't there. I was you fully expect, Kobe. you know, yeah, here comes uh you know, here comes, you know, uh whoever uh to some some cover athletes to talk about uh, like why yeah. they're so excited about this project. I'm glad that wasn't there. It, it felt like they had a little something for everyone. Um in terms of like substance for I'll say me like as a core gamer. Um that sounds a little like uh, a little pretentious or whatever. Yeah, a little <laughs> elitist for me. Like you know, I'm I'm less I'm less uh, excited for something like Apex Legends. I'm not saying you you could be a core gamer and be excited about yeah. that, but yeah. yeah, they had uh, Grid Legends, which they kicked off the show with. Uh, I'll talk I about forget. that in a second. Apex Legends, Lost in Random, Knockout City, Battlefield, and they ended the show with uh, Dead Space. Um, Jeremy, what what do you think of the show, man? I mean, I'll be honest, I only caught bits and pieces of this um, just because we knew that there wasn't any Bioware in there. And yeah. really, my interest for, for EA comes out of just Battlefield and Bioware. <laughs> and you took you took one of those away. So I only had to look forward to one thing. And then, of course, Dead Space was a was a great surprise. Yeah. Um, and and so really the only thing that I kind of saw there was the the Battlefield 2042 like portal trailer um, outside of the Dead Space teaser, obviously. And uh, it, it's kind of funny that it, it's basically just another like game mode in there. Um, but the, the way that they're kind of tying it with other like games in that franchise is kind of interesting. 
Like, yeah. hey, we're gonna we're gonna take these people from like World War Two or World War One, and and we'll we'll put them into this game where there's just a squad of like futuristic soldiers. And let's see what happens. It's or, Battlefield or, Rift Apart. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's they're not they're not afraid to get a little like you know to have a little fun with this mode, which which yeah. I like. And, and they That's they were, cool. I think they you know they had some really weird. Uh, Com combos that they were like teasing in it as well that that, that <laughs> mode with the with the knives versus the defibrillators like yeah. <laughs> the, the, i mean honestly all of that looks fun like it, it looks fun yeah. i can't wait for 2042 um and then mo mentioned lost in random like a previously yeah, off show you know yeah. before we started recording that and that looks that looks great it kind of gives right. you like tim burden nightmare before mm -hmm. christmas vibes and i am totally down for that yeah. Um, but those are kind of like the only, like, I guess three games that caught my eye. Um, but that's coming from like, not really watching the show, uh, sadly. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, and I saw these other announcements too. Like you mentioned, like there's a knockout city and, and grid, um, going to have to catch up on that. Yeah. Well, we played a little bit of knockout city together. You, we were about that in the first <laughs> week or so. That would, that would, that we did. That was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Grid, Grid really caught my attention. I'm a sucker for for racing games. I got a lot of good memories of racing games back when I had a PS2. Um, it's all about uh, Need for Speed, and that game that game got me through a lot of weird stuff. But then when Grid <laughs> came out, that game that game was pretty intense. So I, I'm looking forward to uh, to Grid Legends. I mean, you know, you know what's funny? I was I was sort of like watching it. I went back and I rewatched the whole thing. But I was watching it as I was working, and I was like sort of uh, looking off to the side and seeing like these actors that I actually thought were real racers. I thought, I thought they had these real racers. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, fuck, these guys are kind of cocky. Like the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, I've like won five championships. It's about to be six though. And I'm like, I've never heard. And they're like, fight. Then when they started like fighting at the press conference or whatever, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm dumb. These are actors. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm still, I, I like totally, I'm like watching it right now. And I thought like they were actual like racers. <laughs> racers yeah. And you're like, damn, this guy's cocky as fuck. Like uh, I just like, I, they're really, really selling, like really promoting this game. I get it. Okay. Oh, you're muted. Uh, yeah. Keep sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny, man. We were making a lot of jokes uh, in, in like uh, in private groups about that, you know, like about the you talk you're talking about the racing game, right? The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know how, the, how like they walked by each other and they did like a shoulder bump. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! Need for Speed Seven. It feels like one of those things that's like so like bad or like it's funny, you know, yeah. like it's good, it's good. Where yeah. like I'm like I almost want to play that for those like dumb interactions between those race car drivers. Well, you know what's it, it really, it really, um, so obviously Need for Speed is one of the cheesiest franchises in the world. One of the best is in terms of like racing over the top gameplay goes, but like all the cheesy acting is, is a staple. Like, I honestly don't even want to skip the cutscenes because they're so bad. They're so cheesy. Yeah. Like I enjoy watching them and that's totally the vibe I got from, from these actors. Especially that's that they're like live action and like, it takes me back yeah. to like, uh, Mortal Kombat mythologies, uh, Sub Zero or uh, Com Twisted Command Metal. And conquer. <laughs> yeah, it's just always so awkward when they when they do mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, Mo, what you what you think of the show? It was good, man. Uh, yeah, the 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 Grid Legends was cool. I don't really care, you know. Uh, <laughs> that uh, the other game, I keep forgetting it. God damn it, man! Lost in Random, Dementia. Yeah, that one looked. <laughs> 
uh, that one looked really uh, interesting and cool. And again, like I was, I was telling you before the show, it's got this like Alice uh, uh, Madness uh, Returns type of vibe, yes. you know, just like uh, Jeremy was saying. Like this, I don't know if it was Jeremy or Kevin. I'm sorry. You guys were saying about the Tim Burton like vibe, you yeah. know. So. Yeah. Yeah, the, that's definitely going to be something that I play. And I mean, like I told you, man, everybody really was there for Dead Space. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I yeah. didn't, I wouldn't have cared if they didn't show a single thing and they just revealed Dead, <laughs> dead Space. Like that's, yeah. you know, because the whole Mike time we're like, come on, come off. on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Battlefield two, Battlefield twenty forty two was cool. That portal thing that they did show was actually awesome, even though it was leaked a day early by Game Rant, oh. who's probably never gonna end up uh, getting another. Ever <laughs> getting another preview again for breaking embargo. Oh man! Uh, but I thought that was pretty cool too, you know. Because the thing is, too, is what they did is they're also justifying to those that you know they keep saying like, "Wow, seventy dollars for a multiplayer game only." Like, I mean, this better be worth it. This better be packed with features and packed with detail and whatnot. And here they come. They come with this with this twenty forty two portal. That's detail. just. Yeah, man, it's a, that's a, it, it's crazy too. There's a lot of customization, you know, in terms of modes and maps and rules and whatever the hell it is. It's very deep. It seems like it's a very, very deep uh, mode to include. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was, uh, I was genuinely impressed. impressed by that, and maybe even a little intimidated. Uh, they showed like a screenshot of like the, mm -hmm. the way the logic works, and it's like you could sort of like almost use like almost like developer tools to, yeah. you know, sort of program the logic in these things. And they got like crossovers from a lot of like their like uh, previous games, like uh, the grenade in one of them had like the pin from uh, bad company too, wasn't it? I think yes. Mo, you made a comment about that, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and oh, so uh, it can make for yeah, some I really could... wild combos. Go, go, go for it. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I was saying, yeah, I tweeted that the, the smiley face with the grenade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. it. I love little, uh, Little fun things like you know what's Love funny though. Company. I mean, obviously not to the same extent, but but uh, we mentioned Halo earlier, and for some strange reason, the first thing that comes to mind is when Halo Three allowed you to make your own crazy maps. Uh, so I can only imagine if the that maps that I played, yeah, when the Forge came exactly when that came out, those maps were so wild. I can't imagine what the community is going to do with with tools like this. So they did crazy. mention they did mention uh, you can't. The maps are set. They are bringing a lot of okay, like the, okay. the favorite maps from across the games, but you That's can't fun. actually edit the maps. It's more okay. like various modes, but like yeah. you do got some like flexibility. Like for instance, they had uh four players versus 32 and oh they called gosh, it like a awesome. quality versus quantity. So you got like four <laughs> players that are like well equipped versus like 32 players that only have like a pistol or something like that. Yeah. Um, that sounds so fun. And there's just like, yeah, various, like the logic lets you do things where it changes, like the randomizes the loadouts every single time. And, and oh, so that's on. fun. Um, they, they had a mode in there where it had a tank versus all these little drones. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one <laughs> was a awesome. one versus like however many. Look at that. That's just oh my gosh. so yeah i i myself uh if, if i end up getting we'll see how it's a very crowded holiday season if i uh end up getting it i think i'll be ha i'll be interested interested to see other people's creations i'm not sure yeah. i'll i'll dive in very deep into the portal mode um knockout city season two was announced with with a few extras mo you i know you guys were really into that is is this enough to get you interested to get back into it or what do you think uh, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it out again. You know, I mean, shit, dude. We put like, I've already had like 
30 hours into knockout city i was obsessed with it when it first you guys getting out. good you and jordan yeah yeah me and jordan and ains and pampa <laughs> too man pampa's been wow pampa's been going hardcore man i think he's yeah. got like 100 hours into it already oh my God. yeah oh yeah he's it's a good huge game fan. man yeah it's really good and honestly I'm, I'm really happy for it man it's it i'm really happy it's successful because we talked about this before this was like a game that we thought we were probably going to try for like 15 minutes and uninstall you know like the whole rocket <laughs> arena effect and uh yeah it ended up just being one of the surprises of the year and i i, I yeah. love it you know what i mean so uh the, the the continued support and the hype layer base and yeah i'll definitely jump back into it if time dictates but you know we got a lot of shit to play so it's going to be very hard man yeah you know I'd be lying if I told you. If I told you 100%, yeah, I'm going to do it, you know, I'd be lying. <laughs> you know, so, uh, <laughs> I want to, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I had a lot of fun playing that, man. I was hooked. And I just really like what EA's been doing. I mean, that's a very different kind of game from, like, It Takes Two. But mm -hmm. experiences like that, experiences like Jedi Fallen Order, uh, you know, Lost in Random is one that you guys bring up. And I I'm interested in it. It looks really really good that art style like you, i'm gonna be the third person to say it very tim burton-esque <laughs> the gothic uh sort of thing um one one thing that uh I, i'm kind of interested in is it's like card based like combat and like you could use cards to give your dicey companion like like special abilities and all that uh i usually that kind of stuff usually scares me away from the game yeah because it's like yeah, that's yeah. i'm like i don't i want to play a game i don't want to learn a whole new card game rules but uh, it seems like this isn't, you know, it's not a card game, obviously. It's like an action adventure yeah. game with, you know, card game mechanics built into it. But I'm excited. That's coming September 10th to all consoles and PC. Kevin, I, I don't yeah. know if you have any additional thoughts. I, I, I didn't give you a chance to like really speak on the, the whole show. No, no, no. That's because I speak a lot. No, but um, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, just again, being now the fourth person to bring up how Tim Burton it is, uh, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> excited to see how... Um, you know, because it's almost like stop motion. And and yeah. I'm pretty excited to see how that's going to play out in a game because there was another game. I can't remember what it's called, but it's actually Sable. stop motion. No, no. Sable looks good. Oh, uh, Harold uh, Halibut. Oh, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, where they actually are little stop. It's crazy. I'm like, man, I want to I genuinely want to play that because because that looks so cool. I mean, yeah. just that I love that they're doing that art style and I can't wait to get on on board with um with uh, lost and random is that actually computer generated though looking like stop motion or is it i think the so, actual yes. okay okay yeah i don't know too much i was looking it. into i, I looked thought. into it i'm like yeah I, that looks that looks computer generated yeah yeah it looks cool it looks really cool um so re, re, and then yeah we didn't i don't think any of us are big uh apex legends players but respawn was there and showed that off but that leads us to story number three with respawn developing a brand new single player adventure in a unique universe. Mm -hmm. This is uh, according to Joseph Noop at IGN. I'm going to read straight from that article and it, it reads, thanks to a new job opening announcement, we've got some new details. According to creative director, Mohammed Alavi, Respawn is working on a brand new single player adventure set in a unique universe. Uh, they're hiring for several positions, including technical game designer, uh, a senior combat designer and a senior level designer. Uh, and one of the things from the actual job description reads, this new single player title is a designer's dream playground with the freedom to innovate made possible by the unique universe it inhabits. Mm. So we know Respawn's got a team working on Apex Legends. 
we know they got the Star Wars team that did uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And uh, according to job postings for, for that, there were some rumors that that team is working on a sequel, a Star Wars game. I yes. think this is either yes. a, 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 maybe a game that's like maybe uh, earlier in production from that same team, or I don't know if they, I don't know if you guys have any insight into it, but for me, like as someone who just played Titanfall two and essentially just mostly dope. getting apex legends from respawn, right? You, we did get a uh, Jedi fallen order. It's really nice to see a talented studio working on potentially a new IP and a single yeah. player one at yeah. that, which is, you know, very much the opposite of what Apex Legends is. Uh, so, Mo, do you, I don't know if you saw the story. What do you think, man? There's not really. I mean, I I, I saw it. I I saw it on your list. You know, um, about uh, about the new game. Yeah, we already know. Look, it's going to be in a unique universe. I mean, it's going to be either the Jedi Fallen Order two, or it's going to be. It's not going to be Titanfall three. You know, I mean, uh, the, at least I don't think so. What if so. it is? <laughs> what if it is? That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm glad, man. Yeah. Honestly, no, these single-player games, like like we were talking about, this is something that EA definitely ate shit on, you know, when they said that nobody <laughs> wants single-player games anymore. Now, now all of a sudden we're seeing a resurgence of it. It makes yes. my heart happy, you know I mean? So, uh, and if uh, Titanfall, or I'm sorry, if uh, Respawn is the studio that's going to spearhead this movement, in uh, under the ea tent then i'm all for that you know what i mean and they obviously Absolutely. proved they proved them they proved it with uh, jedi fallen order and now we're oh, yeah. seeing it with you know all the, the all, all these other follow-ups including dead space like we were talking about so what it's gonna be honestly i don't know you know i mean yeah. uh, it's, it's all obviously it's all speculation you know but i mean uh, my money is on jedi fallen order too i think they probably just i'm sure they've already nice. started planning it out ahead of time you know but yeah. uh, it's probably going to be bigger in scale and more ambitious so that's why they're probably hiring more people at least my assumption is that um i can't see them I can't see them working on 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 the Titanfall right now. I just don't see how Titanfall right now fits in with EA, considering you know that like, like just Battlefield is their Battlefield yeah. is their golden egg. You know, in terms of shooters, they tried to go the way of uh, they tried to reboot Medal of Honor, which was fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, <laughs> yep. so you know, I mean, we we remember that. You know, it was just terrible. You uh -huh. know, I mean, so and then they kind of just put that back on uh, you know they put that on the back burner again and Ooh. now they're just putting in all their efforts on battlefield because that's what works so yeah i, I think it'll probably be jedi fall in order to i hope i'm wrong honestly i hope i'm wrong i hope it's something that i hope it's something completely brand new you know i love the studio i think they're very i think they're excellent they, they do excellent work and you know we'll see but i'm pretty sure it's going to be jedi fall in order to it's a yeah. it's a critical and commercial hit so yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what it'll be. Yeah. I would uh I would love to see me some Jedi Fallen Order too. I want to <laughs> fall through the map a couple more times and kill things with a lightsaber. <laughs> uh that game seriously was so good. I I mean it blew me away, dude. I, I hadn't played a, a Star Wars game that good since like the Force Unleashed. Um I was gonna say Force Unleashed too, but that game really let me down. <laughs> yeah, I really get into those. I think that I mean, if it is uh, Jedi Fallen Order two, there I think there are going to be a lot of things that hopefully they have learned from the first one, yeah. and uh, improve on because I liked Jedi Fallen Order. I think it had a very strong ending and a very se strong second half. 
but mm-hmm. a lot of like the backtracking and yeah. having to find your way back to the ship and sort of like the repetitive nature yeah. uh, and really awful wayfinding with that map yes. uh, made me want to quit the game so many times where I'm sure they've gotten that feedback and I'm sure there's going to yeah. be a really big leap in, in quality uh, from, from their learnings. Are you, are you there with me with like, I legitimately got stuck in this cave I can't remember the name the ice of the level. Cave? Yeah, no, it wasn't the ice cave. It was pretty early on, but I got stuck in this freaking cave system and I was like, I literally have no idea how to get out of here. And I thought <laughs> I was going to be stuck there forever. I had to literally Google it and watch a YouTube video to get me out of this cave because yeah. I was just walking around in circles for like an hour and a half. I mean, so Fallen Order hasn't been confirmed yet, the, the sequel to it. No. It hasn't been confirmed, but uh, there were job postings that specific specifically called out Star Wars. Yeah, from 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 respawn. So, so th- it's it's assumed. So then, this there's a good likelihood then that this is probably <clears throat> a Fallen Order like sequel. Um, I, see, I, I don't, so. I, but I don't know though. I, wouldn't they have said Star Wars universe like they did in previous, or yeah. are they trying to be? tight-lipped mm. about it i mean yes star wars is a unique universe or do you think they're trying to be tight-lipped about it so that they're not they don't spill their own beans uh, i mean i i feel like it whenever they do these job listings they don't really say what universe you're going to be working that game on right like yeah like sony santa monica could be like hiring for a a a game that takes place in a fantasy like like environment right yeah. but then we kind of think like god of war right yeah um yeah. so i, I kind of get well, that kind of vibe let, here. let me give you let me give you some, a, a similar sort of comparison for ghost of tsushima or you know sucker punch yeah. they're hiring you know they were hiring for you know what designers or writers uh for people who are passionate about like feudal japan yeah and mm-hmm. you're right. They're not going to say people that are passionate for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. They're, they're, they want, you know, they're going to be uh, sort of a little vague for that. So I feel like maybe if it was Star Wars, they might have said, you know, sci-fi you know, universe of a beloved, you know, franchise or something like that. But, you know, who knows? I guess that makes you think, like, what else out there has a really unique <laughs> universe that, that a designer can just go like nuts with? Star Trek. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I, but I mean, you know what? If, if it is a if a if it is a Fallen Order sequel, I, I do hope that they make the combat a little bit more responsive because I think that was kind of the thing that kind of threw me off is that the combat was it, it was there it was there but it didn't feel as responsive as it should be like blocking attacking you know it, like it, right. it should be fluid and it's like uh you're, there's like some input lag or something like that and it's not it's not as responsive and they tried to do something like with Sekiro where where you have that little like blocking mechanic and it, it yeah. just felt a little clumsy um and and the force powers like control did it better <laughs> like, yes it did <laughs> we talked about this Control, you were a better Jedi, and then later you got Jedi robes, and it Mm -hmm. just completed it for me. Yeah. I absolutely felt like a better Jedi. But also, like, nothing has captured the just the insanity and how, like, powerful you feel since, like, the Force Unleashed. 
Like the Force Unleashed, I remember just going in there and blasting Wookiees as like Darth Vader, <laughs> or like, or like you know. And then it sounds horrible. Like I'm sorry, Kashyyyk, you poor, poor place. Anyway, but but that said, like even as um as Star Killer, like going through like you know different Imperial bases and stuff, and just like blowing the doors off hinges, these big blast doors, like you just feel so powerful. And uh, and Fallen Order definitely started to make you feel a little more powerful as you kind of leveled up a little bit. But by the end of it, definitely. It, yeah. It definitely does not reach the same uh, effectiveness in my head as blowing blast doors off their hinges. No, no, um, yeah, I have, I have, uh, I, I don't know, man. The more I think about Fallen Order, every time I think about it, uh, you know, I don't have fond memories with the game. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I just don't. You know, usually a lot of games that, a lot of games that. Uh, Dude, even games I haven't beat or I don't have the patience to beat, for yeah. instance, like I have more fond memories with Sekiro than I do with Jedi Fallen Order. And I didn't even get anywhere near the end of Sekiro, <laughs> right? Like I fucking went through, uh, what's the name of, uh, of that manor? Uh, the, the, I the know world. what you're talking about. Ashima? Is it Ashima? No. Yes. No, 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 no. no. Estate? Uh, that estate or? Yeah, man. How, what, the, what was the name of the manor? Where, where, all, the, the, where all the bros uh, are training? All the way at the end, where you get where you meet the butterfly lady. What the hell's the oh, name of that? Area? Yeah, something, something estate. Yeah, is it a state? That's literally where I stopped it's, playing. It starts with it starts with H. Harada Estate. Yes, Harada Estate. So I literally like I had so much satisfaction from going all uh, the way through Harada Estate, even though Butterfly Lady brought me to my knees. I still <laughs> have yes. I still have enough satisfaction from doing all that than I did with with uh, with uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm in the minority, and quite frankly, I don't care. And I don't really say shit for you know for hot takes. I told you before, but I couldn't put Star Wars and this type of uh, play style together, right? Like, I mean, I think for me, like even with Star Wars, I appreciate games or genres that try to do things a little bit differently. But this felt uh, sometimes it felt more like a chore, you know, like with this game more than uh, more than other games. At least that's how I felt. I didn't get like that swashbuckling, <laughs> you know, galactic, tra galactic traveling. Uh, yeah. so, you know, I, I didn't get that. I didn't scratch that itch that I wanted with a Star Wars game. Yeah. It, quite, uh, you know, quite frankly, even it's probably it's it's better made than uh, the force uh, uh, than uh, the force unleashed. But I had a lot more fun with the force unleashed than back. I did with this. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I think you hit on a pretty good point because, yeah, when you have, you know, force powers and a lightsaber and even that, you know, the dual saber and everything, you want to let loose and have fun, especially in this world that yes. has a lot of platforming. But because of the risk reward of losing your progress and, you know, go, losing, yeah, whether it's your uh, level progress or your actual like physical location progress it made you feel that like it made you play the game more carefully and a little mm. bit more grounded and in not and not not in a good way where i do want to yeah. let loose a little bit and be a little bit wild and have fun with the lightsaber and yeah mo i know you're the one that said hey get that soul stuff out of or maybe it was <laughs> you someone said get that soul stuff uh souls gameplay out of my jedi phone <laughs> I, I don't know who that was but someone I think said that, that that was me man <laughs> was that you? It's like, get, get that out of my star wars yeah, and I, uh, I didn't yeah i didn't dislike it anywhere near as much as you but like i could like i want to have a little bit more fun with it like let the combat and stuff yeah. be challenging but let me let me be able to have a little bit more fun and let loose like 
death's door for instance i was able to yeah. I, the fact that you don't lose your souls in death's door yes. made me have yes. made me have more fun with it um but yeah i hey. fully expected that by the way I, the first time i died i was like fuck me oh, too. I had like 800 souls. I was like, I was like, gosh. Well, I'm yeah, like, I, I gotta like, go I retrieve my, anything. I gotta go retrieve yeah. my body. And then I yeah. go back and like my body wasn't there. And then I go check my souls. I'm like, oh, it's all still here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, Guys, no. Guys, what I, a yeah. perfect. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mo. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually happy about that store with that because if it would have reset everything, yeah, I, I would have been very fucking. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would have been very upset. And honestly, <laughs> are we gonna well, get to that store, or, or are, are, are we like just kind of mixing it into? Everything? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just gonna, trying to. We're we're about to get. I was exactly about to transition into Death Store right now. So let me <laughs> let me do that. I had two really good transitions. By the way, I set and, these up was respawn after EA play and Death Store, which just came naturally. Some, I'm alongside <laughs> Kevin and Mo bringing the chaos, and I love it. So chaos. Death Store dropped this week on Xbox and Steam, and it released to some really rave reviews. I'm gonna read uh, some of the scores, some that I've gathered, some from Nibble on uh, Twitter. So Press Start gave it a nine, IGN gave it a nine, Game Informer gave it a nine, Gaming Trend gave it a ninety, Screen Rants four point five out of five, Windows Central four point five out of five. Easy Allies 8.5, GameSpot 8. It sits on an 88 on Open Critic and 86 yeah. on Metacritic. So those are some really. I didn't. I didn't. You, there was all positive scores in the scores that I yeah. saw. I didn't even see any yeah. mixed reviews. So it's being received really well. I've told you guys how much I uh, I love the game and I binged it and I beat it and and uh, so much so that we're gonna do a whole separate imp impressions video of it as well. But man, I, what a fantastic. A little game and i thought like you know oftentimes and not not like this had the entire package but i thought it did everything really really well and i was going to say oftentimes yeah. indie games like excel at you know one or two things whether it's the art direction or its story or its gameplay mm -hmm. or they mm -hmm. might get a couple of things well because they could only do so much or they try to stretch themselves and smaller teams and and get very ambitious biomutant and may not mm -hmm. be able to achieve everything, right? So um, yeah. Death Store being the small team that they are, I know a lot of people have said it's only two people, but no, it's it's more than two people. And then they also got support developers as well. Wow. Um, but being being the small team that it is, Kevin? Oh, sorry. My something. light just about fell over. <laughs> <laughs> being, the, being the small game that it is, I'm just overall really impressed with the, like the, 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 the full package of it. Fantastic, like rich soundtrack, Really yeah. charming art style and characters, and really fun dialogue. Like that King Frog, yeah, like is almost like a <laughs> Donald Trump character uh, with his <laughs> crooked crow lines and all that. And uh, uh. really, really tight mechanics. Really good uh, sword play and, and the, the, the magic and, and so on. Um, light puzzles that don't make you bang your head against the wall or anything yes. like that. But they're there, and they're there to make you feel. You know, you, you they, they make you think a little bit, but they ultimately make you feel very smart for solving them pretty quickly. <laughs> um, and just just a really fun game to just kind of like traverse through, explore the different areas, um, unlock shortcuts. It's definitely taken a lot of inspiration from like Zelda, as well yeah. as like the, the Dark Souls games, where you, yeah. know, you do collect souls and uh, 
open up shortcuts the way like you know almost like, again kind of like a metroidvania too where you open up shortcuts and different paths so i'm absolutely in love with this game um what have been your guys's impressions mo i'll i'll, I'll start with you <laughs> i was about to call it an audible mid-sentence because <laughs> i'm so high on it i'm i'm loving it but how, yeah. how do you feel about it no i know you're liking it man it's uh i i was telling you before the show um it's a very well it's a very well made game you know mechanics are good sometimes i do have you know just kind of going to lead from one thing to another combat itself is actually uh, it kind of annoys me sometimes just because of the directional uh, approach that it has with it because sometimes it's not very responsive with the direction that you're turning the left stick as you're swinging the sword mm. you know so that can get really annoying especially when you're in an arena that's putting a lot of enemies at you yeah um you know, but for the most part, it works. It's good. Uh, it, it it does work. The music is beautiful. the The visual of uh, the the visual art style is gorgeous. You know, I mean, um, so it's pretty good. You know, I'm I I, I don't think that like it's uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how to say it. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not as enamored with it as everyone else is, and it's <laughs> and it's not because I have such a high standard because it doesn't really take much to entertain me. You know, I can like make myself laugh if I'm sitting by myself. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I can really easily entertain myself. So it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying this from like a holier than thou approach. It's just, I just don't think that it resonates with me so much. That's what I was telling you guys. Well, you people know, like think, me are putting it in the game of the year conversation right now. It's in my top three alongside. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's like, that's, it takes two and returnal. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. And that's great. Yeah. It's great. That's, you have a specific type of game you love. Yeah, that, that that is, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I think you're fucking crazy, but I mean, <laughs> you know, what I mean, but, but still, like, I mean, I, I, I respect it, you know, because you love it so much, and I know you and Jordan love it so much. I know Jordan loves it a lot too, you know. So I get it. Me personally, yeah, like, I mean, what well, I'll put, uh, I mean, I, I loved Resident Evil Village. I loved It Takes Two. It Takes Two still my game of the year. There is not a single game this year that has made me feel the way that It Takes Two has. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's, it, it, it's incredible. But again, that's what's great about opinions. Everyone yeah. has them. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. No, and by the way, my, me making that comment was saying that, yeah, like you, you're not as enamored. You like the game, but like people like me love the game and yeah, are putting yeah, it yeah. in their top oh, yeah. three. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's, and that's okay. Um, and that's, I'm sorry. And that's what I was telling you. Like, it's important when you say that the game is not resonating with you, that doesn't mean you're saying the game is bad. I think the game is yeah. excellent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you will rarely will you hear me say a game is shit or a game sucks or a game is bad. I, you know, like, I mean, I don't think games in general are yeah. that bad. You know, even the worst of the worst are yes. not, they don't suck. They're just not for you. Some of them do suck, you know what I mean? But still, <laughs> yeah, but this game, yeah. Like, I mean, I like it and I'm, I'm, I'm playing it, but I'm kind of getting that Jedi fallen order type of feeling with it where I'm playing it just to play it and not because mm. I want to, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there's, so, there's yeah. some games you just want to truck through them. You want to see them, you want to feel them, you know, and then there's just some games that you just want to keep going through because you want to get to that point, right? It's like hitting a crack pipe. You want to, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't smoke crack. I'm a physician. <laughs> like, what is that like? <laughs> I'm just saying like, there, like there's, well, let me explain like, it. You, you, you're just chasing that first high, right? Like, I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the best way I could say it. You keep chasing that first high and then you, you, you want to keep chasing it over and over and over. And it's uh, I'm still waiting for that basically yeah. with mm -hmm. this. Whereas like maybe somebody like Dash, you've already gotten that like just in the first five minutes alone. I'm mm -hmm. fucking jealous. I'm not going to lie to you. 
I, I, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Well, it's funny, though, because I started playing it, and kind of right away, I was like, meh, this is all right. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't sold. It, it honestly took um, up until, I think, about the first not, a, like, kind of mini boss for me to be like, damn, this is fun for me personally. Uh, and then, of course, goes hand in hand with, I think I've sort of got this this kind of pre-existing notion of of what like an indie game is, and I'm slowly kind of breaking out of it. I'm changing my tastes a little bit. I'm changing my preferences in you know what I'm looking for in a game, and I'm genuinely enjoying this game. Like like I love going around and talking to all the different little characters you find in the world. Uh, and I, I I'm not gonna lie, I like the super kind of cutesy art style mixed with being sort of dark and and dreary, um, because there are genuinely these. I mean, it's such a crisp and clean looking game. I love it's like a, when you see somebody just got like a brand spanking new tattoo and the lines are just so straight. Like that's kind of what the same effect that this game gives me is everything is just so beautiful in, in my opinion, because the, the art and the music go together so well uh, for the environments that I've been trucking through. Like, there, I, and I say this a lot. I feel like in every single podcast, but they're sort of sad and melancholy and and hopeless because that's kind of the the overall vibe of the game is it's sort of a yeah. hopeless vibe, and and that's how it's supposed to be because you're you're trying to overcome this this great you know mission uh, that you've been given. Um, but I love it honestly. I find myself even with uh, just pausing the game. And just sitting like I'll be on my phone and just listening to the soundtrack, or I won't pause it and I'll just sit there and listen to the soundtrack while I while I'm on my phone or something. It's such a relaxing soundtrack. I love it, man. The yeah, I and I love how I, I I love how it changes from you know environments obviously or, or different fights, and even through some of the, like the intense boss fights, mm -hmm. you got sort of like this mellow like soundtrack. But yes. uh, there is one where uh, man, I was really digging it, where it gets a little bit more upbeat, a lot more upbeat uh, in a very intense fight. Uh, so that that's coming up for you, I think, Kevin. I can't wait. Uh, I, can't I think wait. I think you'll really dig the the soundtrack on that one. Yeah, you know, one thing. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, uh, talk about the characters again, how cute they are. Uh <laughs> the witch, like the witch, like looks like straight out of a, uh, like studio Ghibli. Studio like, Ghibli. That looks like, yeah. uh, that was my first which, uh, castle in the sky, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, or right. No, where she's like away. a magician. Spirited away. Spirited, Spirited away. away. Yeah. Yeah. The big nose lady. And yeah. Um, but like, it's funny. Like I just got to this point where I don't, I don't personally think it's a spoiler because it's just a random tidbit but you get to this you get to this uh it's like a bar and there's there's like an octopus controlling a dead body oh, yeah. <laughs> and trying to act like a human and it's it's just goofy and quirky and i love it i think it's just so it's so funny and random um yeah, and it fits like it sounds here. weird out loud but it's so cute and it kind of just fits in this world uh and it's just weird enough to to be perfect in this world yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of funny that, you know, the, the art style of, of it, like, it's like kind of like Tunic, where it has this nice, yeah. like, clean art style, kind of cutesy, too. But then, damn, these games are hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, they are surprisingly hard for what they, well, yeah. I, me not having really played that isometric, like, Zelda-like game before, like, not really, I, I thought maybe it wouldn't be too hard difficulty-wise, but I have died so many times 
already. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> you know what? Uh, play their first game. That game was punishing, man. Titan Souls because it's one hit and you die. Yes. Um, and you have to be absolutely precise. I'm playing it on the Vita, which was a huge mistake. We talked about it. <laughs> uh, huge mistake because the buttons and, and the, the control is just too yeah. small for you to be able to move as quickly. Um, but yeah, I, the game is challenging. Um, I'm sorry, Jeremy. I don't mean to like dismiss you saying that it's difficult or anything like that. I felt like the game's challenging, but nowhere near as challenging as I thought it would be. Um, yeah. hmm. It's somewhere, I guess, it's yeah. similar to Hyperlight Drifter in, in difficulty, but I, I, for some whatever reason, I expect these games to be very difficult, and uh, I didn't feel like that difficulty spike until I think the last couple of bosses where I died a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, but I, I like it. I think it's just the right amount. Not every game needs to be a Soulsborne or a Sekiro because yeah. I haven't beaten Sekiro because it's so damn hard. So it doesn't <laughs> yeah, have to. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful I was able to beat this game in two and a half, three days, and it had just the right amount of difficulty for me. You know, you just triggered some memories in me. I think a lot of my indie game sort of um, discoloration has come from, like, for instance, speaking about difficulty, you said your first thought is that these games are going to be difficult. And that's yeah. kind of my thought as well, where I'm like, I don't want to play a game that's always the same difficulty as Mega Man, damn it. Like, Mega Man was super <laughs> fun. I love 8-bit Mega Man, but I don't want every single 8-bit game that I play to be so damn difficult. I just want to yeah. play a game for fun sometimes. And I feel like, like, I made the mistake of playing, like, a bunch in a row. Like, I can't think of all of them, but, like, uh, what, Super Meat Boy, I think, was one of them. And I'm like, throw my hands up. Like, I'm done with this for right now. I can't do this <laughs> at the moment. And that's not to say that I don't like a difficult game, because, again, I love the Soulsborne universe. But same thing with Sekiro. I never got through it. And it was just because I the same thing as Returnal. I didn't have enough time to just sit there and get good at it. Sorry, that's totally a tangent. No, it's it's <laughs> you're absolutely right. You have to be in the mood for it. Uh, yeah. Someone was recommending uh, Hollow Knight. And I'm like, I, mm. I got to play Hollow Knight. But the first 30 minutes of it that I played, <laughs> it was really difficult. And yeah. I just like, or, or Salt and Sanctuary was another one that yeah. I really recommended. And it's like, yeah, oh I gosh. have to like mentally prepare myself for those types yeah. of games. Like, and yeah. I just can't do those back to back. Yeah. And I've set aside time for that. Like, again, as I'm sure Mo understands here as a family man, you can't just sit on your butt and play video games all day. And, and I feel like there's a lot of games like back when I played a bunch of Souls games, my kids were little, it was kind of more acceptable to do that. Now they're a little older and when Sekiro came out, my, my kids were old enough that I couldn't, first of all, I can't play that in front of them. And second, <laughs> I can't sit around on my butt and play a game without a pause. Well, obviously it's got a pause button, but, but you know, I can't sit there. I don't have enough time to actually get good at these games anymore. And same with Returnal. Like I couldn't sit down long enough. And because there was no save option, my kids would freaking close my game before I could come back to it. And so to Bro, the did, point did where you, I'm like, you know you what? platinum demon souls? <laughs> Recently, I did. I did. You, I absolutely did. I'm sorry. I don't mean to call you out on it, but but <laughs> that but, was different but, circumstances, though. I stayed up super late, and yeah. I couldn't start until like 8 p.m. Like when my kids go to sleep at like 7:38, and I would start at eight. And I'd stay up till like three in the morning, and I'd just play that game nonstop. I mean, that uh, is something I appreciate about Death Store is that there's not really like a long wind up time. Like the tutorials yeah. were just like, what, two minutes long. And then you were oh, yeah. you were straight up just starting to right in and it just got you into it already. Yeah, um, it, it kind of respected your your time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and that's how I feel about the game in in general. 
this game so far has been very respectful of my time. You don't lose everything. Uh, the death screen is actually fun to look at. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was saying as a joke on Twitter, like I usually get pretty frustrated. Like when you see like you died in a dark souls game and you're like, I know I died. I know I have to go back and get all my souls. Stop you putting know, salt, the, salt in my wound. Yeah. <laughs> or like Returnal, like like the second boss we talked about earlier. Dude, I died on that boss like 16 times, and every time was a journey to get back to her. And so I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, I know I'm dead. You don't need to tell me. You know? So, But like this game, genuinely, it's funny. Like when I die, I'm like, oh, man, but I didn't lose anything. So, you know, no harm, no foul. It's still fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it work. I think it works for it. It, it the, it, the yeah. fact that you don't lose anything again, it's still challenging, but it lets you have like for me, like I did. I didn't get. I don't think I got bothered at any of my deaths, mm-hmm. it, even if it mm-hmm. felt like the checkpoint was maybe a little bit further out, or yeah. if it was like a cheap death. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get. Uh, Mo, what do you? What do you, What's that? What's that face? <laughs> God <laughs> damn! He's <laughs> like, he's like, he's like. Oh, none of the deaths bothered me. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I I got a lot. pieces I of your controller right now <laughs> no i died a lot don't get me wrong i died on the last boss the mm-hmm. the last like three bosses i died several times but the thing mm-hmm. is is that like you jump oh, back you into died? it so quickly i died i but i jumped back into it so quickly and they're not really long boss fights sure, not super sure, long yeah. where it's like that's okay i'm like i'm gonna learn uh, mm-hmm. I'm, and and that's the mindset that i took with mm-hmm. it so like it's Take a game like Hades or Returnal, where death is a really big freaking deal. Uh, I know. And, uh, God, I, I, know. Re- I, I don't know which game it was. I've I never played Hades. Titan what Souls. is that death like? It's a it's a, a it's a it's a roguelike. So oh, you so have you to start, start that run Returnal. all over. <sighs> yeah. Nope. I'm yeah. Done. Which is why <laughs> I haven't been in that game or gotten very far in it because. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why I that's why I also stopped playing Hades as well. It's because of that. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. But um. If uh, th- there is a game, I don't know if you guys played Ghost Runner. Uh, Ghost Runner is no, so it's it's a it's a smaller title. Took me about almost uh, somewhere between fifteen to twenty hours to play it. It's it's incredible. That's the kind it, of cyberpunk it, looking one, right? It's so good, but it's so hard because it's one hit and you're dead. Yeah, and uh, but but just the combat and the parkour and the way that you just make it all come together. And harmony is just amazing. Um, if it's not my game of the year of 2020, I can't remember what the hell. Uh, yeah, you guys are gonna <laughs> think I'm crazy. Yeah, I, me personally, I I loved Cyberpunk. I loved every minute I, of it. You know, but uh, still playing it. <laughs> yeah, but so like, I mean, my, my two favorite games of last year were Cyberpunk and Ghost Runner. Uh, so, and Ghost Runner really gave it. A, that's how good it was, man. Like, I mean, as much as I, I everybody knows, I'm a, I, I love Cyberpunk, but mm-hmm, Ghost Runner mm-hmm. is like I see your chair back right, there, right up there from. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I had to. Uh, we always <laughs> make a chair, we, all, we, we, always we know make we know why he likes Cyberpunk so much. He's, he's well, you know he got he got this free chair. Yes, from yes. You <laughs> beat me to it. You beat me to Dang. it. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. It, that, we're, we're, of course uh, it's your game of the year no, tell me all about that i know this is a total tangent i want to know about that no hell no dude it's a fucking joke i wish i got it for free i paid 500 bucks for it the way everyone else did hey by, no, the, by okay. the way i am i am looking for a new chair uh you know joke aside is that is that a comfortable chair what are they secret labs secret labs is good man secret labs is pretty tight they have a new line actually you're, you're looking at the right time because they just uh they just uh, released or they just revealed their new line last week 
and they have some oh. really cool additions. So I if you look at like, like, uh, like look at like the they secret have Omega labs. and Titan. Yeah, there's the Omega and the Titan. Titan Omega. I, yeah, here's the Omega too, right? Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do that afterwards. So you're looking, you're looking no. at the right time, but uh, I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about. But anyway, <laughs> Ghost Runner, Ghost Runner, yeah. yeah. No, no, Ghost Runner is 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 excellent. Now it's not roguelike, you know. I mean, because it's it's, but it's it's forgiving, and not really forgiving because once you die, you kind of have to like reset the entire room, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, but the whole point of it is just you know you keep going through the room and figuring it out and figuring it out until you finally get it, but. I could, yeah, like th that itself was more satisfying to me for some reason yeah. than like roguelikes. I don't know why. And that game's hard, man. Even Jordan it's beat it. Really Jordan, Jordan told me it's really hard, and he he was surprised <laughs> I finished it. He goes to me, he's like, "How?" And there's no, there's no, there's only one difficulty option. Yeah. He told me he's like, he's like, you, I'm no, like, no, I'm no, like, no, no disrespect, no disrespect, Mo, but I'm surprised you beat it as well. Yes, too, man. I'm still surprised because <laughs> I played, I, I played, I played an hour of it, and I was like. Fuck, this is really hard. Yes. Um, and that is a game I actually got frustrated on because I couldn't figure out like, I couldn't figure out like the dodging and the hit like uh, as well. And I felt like when I was passing an area, I was doing it like by luck. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. I, like, I don't know how I did that, but I sloppily got through those like handful of enemies that you have to parkour it. around. I had to like do lot. laps. I had to do laps around them because I kept missing them. I'm just not good at first person uh, games and uh, That's probably definitely not good. Maybe, yeah. yeah, that and you, I mean, you're, you're a big Halo fan and I'm not saying that, that the skills mm -hmm. necessarily translate, but I struggle at first person games, especially first person parkour games. I'm, I was terrible at Dying Light, which is why I just like, like drop kick everyone. <laughs> Mirror's Edge, terrible at it. Uh, <laughs> Portal, yeah, terrible. You know, I never, you know, I never played Mirror's Edge. I yeah, it was great. Played, I, I didn't I play the remade played, one. I didn't play either of them. I didn't care for I, them. I don't know why. Like I, I didn't it. care for it. I, I know. I, heard, uh, yeah. I don't remember anything about it. I just remember that it was beautiful and like that bright red contrasting color that they used for a bunch of stuff. It, it made me really happy. It was just it, interesting. It was a very bright mm -hmm. world. That's all mm -hmm. I remember. Mm -hmm. I feel like games like Ghost Runner and like Dying Light are carrying the torch and doing like new things with that first person parkouring. Um, all right, we uh gonna move on to the next story here, which is guys, you asked and Ubisoft has delivered. <laughs> Ubisoft has announced X Defiance, a free-to-play arena shooter. Yes. And you asked you asked for Sam Fisher and those iconic, you know, the iconic goggles, and you got them. You didn't get Sam Fisher, oh, yeah. but you got them. So, yeah, it's a free-to-play, fast-paced arena shooter that, uh, this is according to Ubisoft right here, that combines intense gunplay with personalized loadouts and, yeah, special abilities. And, and essentially, they have classes in the game, and each class is inspired by some of the, the Tom mm. Clancy franchises mm. like Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell, Ghost Recon, and The Division. Um, I'm going to oh play God. a little clip of it, but uh, this game is not being received really well. Um, it sounds awesome. I can't wait to never play it. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah me too. It's going to be so fantastic. <laughs> I can't wait to watch everybody else play it. That plays Actually, it. I don't even have a cl clip of it. Uh, but anyways, yeah, we, we, had, we, had heard, we had heard the rumors of this. It was codenamed oh, Battle man. Cat. And uh, I think everyone was, everyone's been waiting for the Splinter Cell for them to finally announce. I was trying to be bold and uh, I was trying to be an in industry insider and, and yes, predict that Splinter yes. Cell was going to happen. Uh, definitely issue. didn't. And, you know, they're giving us this instead. So it's very much in line with the direction Ubisoft is moving, which is 
live service and or free to play. Um, mm. And you know, the game don't, doesn't look bad, right? If, if it doesn't, if I'm like this, didn't already exist the game doesn't look bad but how does this stand out oh man from all the other games out there uh jeremy did you see this and what'd you think i did it, isn't it kind of all right you know this is somewhat off topic but you know i figure it's probably <laughs> hard for a course but it, isn't it kind of interesting that you know ea is now going through this kind of like single player renaissance and now U ubisoft who is known to be making single yeah. player games are now going into this Bye. live like servicey like type multiplayer genre it's it's which places it's it, it's kind of weird um but i mean for one i totally agree with you that battle cat is a way better name than x defiant absolutely like, why did they change it <laughs> like why i'd play battle cat in a heartbeat and i probably I mean, wouldn't <laughs> have even questioned it if they named it battle cat I mean, on the on the bright side, it's free to play. You have nothing to lose if you do decide to play it. But on the on the other hand, who is it for? Like, <laughs> you know what? I'm watching a trailer right now, and it really reminds me of like Team Fortress. It 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 kind of does that kind of like class based shooter that a yeah. Team Fortress, a a Overwatch <sighs> is right, where yeah. it's a first person shooter. You have unique class like like abilities of course with like the shield being able to heal um the the echelon things that you can do yeah but it's like kind of like if i'm gonna play a first person shooter from you guys i'm probably gonna play rainbow six like yeah like, i don't know but then again you yeah. know down the line you and what you've been playing you're gonna be like hey jeremy what you've been playing well i've been playing oh, x defiant you would you <laughs> would jeremy <laughs> um so can you imagine I people mean, saying i've been playing battle cat like out loud a lot well, battle cat. i think it's called battle cat gosh i would have loved it battle cat that sounds cool but uh <laughs> i don't know actually I, I yeah i said somehow they managed to make a worse name mm -hmm. i you know i think <laughs> they're hoping that what, what sticks is like yo get on xd yeah, jump on xd fun. you know X, right. so xd is what sort of highlighted in a logo i think they're they're Hoping oh people gosh. will, will, will Look, call it that for short. I, I've I've gotten to a point with Ubisoft. I was telling a few of my friends the other day. I'm like, they're making me resentful of anything new that they make just because yeah. of this, just because of this hate that I harbor for them because of what they mm. did to Assassin's mm. Creed and how they won't give me a new Splinter Cell. Blah blah blah. <laughs> now I'll admit, when I first saw this, I'm like, what the fuck is this? It doesn't look any different than what we've been than what we've been playing, right? Um, I do like uh, Jeff Rubin. I think uh, his name is Jeff, uh, his first name. That guy used to be the, so he used to be the creative director at Infinity Ward when Jason West and Vince Zampella left Infinity Ward. Uh, he took over as the creative director and he was a creative director for Modern Warfare 3. So mm. Modern Warfare 3 is actually, a, a lot of yeah. people love the game, right? Like, I mean, so Mark Rubin, that's his name. So at least we know that the mechanics will be there in terms of what they're going to do. I don't know, right? Like, I mean, how different is it going to be? I don't know, but it's free to play, right? Yeah. So, and that's why. Then, like, I caught myself doing that because I'm like, fuck Ubisoft, fuck them. <laughs> they suck, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like, why? Hey, you which, know, all which... right, man. It's a free to play game. My only gripe with it is 
attaching the Tom Clancy name to it because, mm-hmm. you know, Tom Clancy's the Tom Clancy name on the games as we know it is pretty much dead. You know, the older mm-hmm. Tom Clancy games that we used to see and play and, you know, the ones that felt more grounded and in a mm-hmm. sense a little bit more realistic, I think that's gone. I think now it's just been that's just a name that's slapped on there, you know, to give yeah. these titles a little bit more flair. But look at this shit. There's absolutely <laughs> nothing Tom Clancy ish no, no, about, about this all, yeah. at all. Hey, what, yeah. what, um, what is. Oh, hello. Did we lose Kevin. I think we lost Kevin. He's, so, he's stuck uh, in the other. Mm-hmm. One thing, one thing I was going to say is I, I look at this and the gunplay looks good. Like they, they talk a lot about yeah. how like gunplay is at the core of, of this and uh, they want to make sure that that feels good. I'm looking at it. I'm just like not even being a hater, being uh, objective about this. I think it looks good, but there are like gunplay looks good in a lot of games. Like the gunplay looks great in Call of Duty. It looks really great in in Battlefield. So what's the thing that you're doing here that's going to draw me in? Is it the the Tom Clancy franchises? Well, I think that makes fans like me uh, that are looking for a splinter cell to get excited for something like that, detest this even more. And I, I think I would, I think like, if you look at the, the like to dislike ratio here, it's two to one dislike to like here. Uh, a lot of people are, uh, are upset of what they're doing to these franchises. Um, but they're obviously there's, there's a reason why they're doing, uh, using these franchises because established IPs historically, perform better than new IPs. New IPs are historically very risky and not all of them succeed. So they're, you know, their, their marketing teams and their research and all that stuff, they obviously know this and there's a formula that they're trying to follow. Um, and it's, this is a project that's obviously very much driven more so by the, uh, the money that, that will follow it rather than this brilliant creative idea why all these universes are in, in the same place. Kevin, you were in the middle of a thought. Yes, and then my, my child tripped over um, something which inevitably took down the internet by accident. Uh, <laughs> it, apparently, it looked very much like a slapstick comedy. He hit something that somehow fell, hit the router, and then the router fell and unplugged. Uh, anyway, that being said, um, which Assassin's Creed specifically burned you first? <laughs> I gotta know. Wow, you're actually asking me this right now. I, I have to know because I, I genuinely. Okay, me it was it was unity. Oh yeah, you know what? I'm kind of curious of this too. Uh, burned me. Uh, yeah. No, honestly, it wasn't unity. Uh, for me, it wasn't unity. Um, I enjoyed unity. Unity was good, man. I, I think I, I think Unity was hampered by its launch issues, but for the most part, Unity was a very ambitious. I think it was mm-hmm. a little bit too ambitious, yeah. but uh, Unity they did a good job with it for the most part. I like the French Revolution setting, to be honest with you. I think yeah. what made me start hating the new games. So just uh, anyway, uh, let me just put it out there. I think uh, I think Ezio is. Ezio is one of my favorite characters of all time. Cool. I think cool. uh, Assassin's Creed 2 and Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood are the two best Assassin's Creed games, like mm-hmm. for me at least. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. I think his storyline was amazing. Uh, I think um, it gave it purpose. His revengeful, his revenge had purpose behind it. 
his yes. entire story and then he ended up learning that he was just a very small part in a large fucking puzzle and he <laughs> knew that for the rest of his life he was never going to figure out exactly what it was and he says that in revelations <laughs> yeah but to answer your question i'm sorry god damn these fucking conversations no. uh <laughs> i love it I love so it. 60 hours into origins okay okay, okay. when i kept playing and i was still at the top half of the map and i remember i'm like Wow, I was uh, with the next one. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, first, I don't care about this story, right? Like, I will never <laughs> ever forget that moment that hit me, right? I'm like, I don't care about this story. I don't care about Bayek. I don't care about his wife. I don't care about. Yep, I felt bad yep. for his son the way that he died. I'm like, I really don't fucking care. I'm like, wow, I really don't care, right? And I'm like, and I just wasted sixty hours in this game. This bloated. Yep huge open world that's just keeping me yeah. busy and it keeps you so busy that it distracts you from the actual storyline. Yes. and this is something yeah. that i've said a million times and i'll keep saying it the difference between the older assassin's creed games and the newer ones is the older games the maps were built around the game they made the yes. game and they built the map around it now they build the map and they build the game around it yes. and that's exactly why to me in my opinion that the new ones just feel shallow I don't care what yeah. anybody tells me. Yeah. Like that's my opinion is the games feel shallow. I'm sure. I mean, I know they're great. I know they're large, huge open world games, but they have absolutely nothing to do with Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Well, and so, to that point, I've I've had Valhalla since launch, and <laughs> I think I played maybe 15, 20 hours of it. Six hours, and I was done. Yeah. And and so that's the I, I, okay. I wanted to capture the feeling I got from Odyssey though, because I actually got. Um, so I made a joke earlier, but I, I got burned by Unity during the launch issues and stuff. I literally couldn't make it out of the first level. Uh, my character yeah, would fall through the, through the map every single time. And, and it got to the point where it was actually the first game I ever requested a refund for. Uh, and they, <laughs> they refused. And I was pissed. Because I was like, bro, this game came out a week ago and I can't get past the first level. I was so mad. But anyway, that being said, uh, Assassin's Creed 4 uh, more than made up for it. It was such a great game. Uh, that being said, I actually got... Um, what the hell is the Assassin's Creed you just talked about? Uh, Origins? Origins. Origins. I can't remember. I couldn't remember the name. I actually bought that game and I started playing it. And same thing. I was like, man, I, I do not care about this story at all. And 60 I went through, hours. Yeah. I, I don't think I got that far. I think I was no. like 25. Wow. And I killed a bunch of lions for fun at that point because <laughs> I just didn't care about the story at all. And so mm -hmm. I actually deleted it off my hard drive. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, you know what? Odyssey is going to change everything. It's going right. to look great. It's going to feel great. And I'm going to love it. And so I bought it. And I, I genuinely didn't play it for about a year. Uh, so, so I'm hoping the same thing happens with, with Valhalla. But I didn't play it for a year. And then uh, randomly, I was like, I can't stop playing this game. And I had to platinum it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I didn't stop oh, for wow. like 120 hours. It was wow. ridiculous. Okay. Impressive. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, impressive. I I bought uh, one game today. Uh, do you know what that game is? Hmm. Death Store. I'm just kidding. <laughs> on multiple platforms. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> it was on. It was on sale for 15 bucks. There's a lot of sales happening right now. Uh, I bought. What I meant to say was that game right was now. so good. I couldn't stop playing it. Enjoy yeah. it, Daniel. It's a great game. I, I, don't know if uh, I, I bought <clears throat> Assassin's Creed Origin uh, last year and <clears throat> a year ago now full year and i haven't played it oh i'm think, sorry uh, i thought you were saying you bought origin today and i was like oops no oh, yeah. honestly it was so good i loved it dude i couldn't yeah, put it too. down yeah yeah i got i think i'm gonna do uh if i do any of them it's valhalla i, I i'm 
I haven't touched an Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> Barely played uh, three, but uh, Brotherhood yeah. was the one I really got last got into. I want um, to love Valhalla. I want to because I love Norse mythology. But I do I just, too, man. I me can't too. get into that, it. That's why I actually gave it a chance. You know how long I yeah. played Odyssey for? I played Odyssey oh. in the in the in that intro. You know the intro where they the teach you like hour the intro. No, no, no. Yeah, with Leonidas. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, okay, okay. When you first boot the game. Yeah. When yeah. you first play as Leonidas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did that oh, part, man. and then it took me to the island, and then I saw the, and then I, I, I saw Cassandra, and then I zoomed yeah. out, and I saw whatever the fuck I <laughs> saw, of Greece, and I stopped. Yeah, and you're I all even, turn off. Yeah. And then when, and then when Valhalla came out, I was like, okay, I love Norse mythology, but I played it. I fucking hated it. I, I he was he, he wasn't he wasn't what I thought he was. He was very yeah. shallow. He was like yeah. kind of like a this bitch boy just chasing his brother around. <laughs> you know, I mean, just like fucking. He had like no purpose in this world. You know, I mean, uh, he was an errand boy. I don't know, man. Well, yeah. Can I just say too that I also got the game. So I already like Norse mythology, but then I started. My wife and I were really into uh, this Netflix show called The Last Kingdom and yeah. uh, the history show Vikings. And so we watched both of those. And I was like, yeah, this is going to totally feed my high. I'm going to play this game and I'm going to keep learning. Because they, you know, Assassin's Creed games are always generally loosely based with, you know, historical figures in there. Uh, and they like try and sprinkle in historical figures. And so they have like the Sons of Ragnar and these other you know, King Harold and all these other guys from history in there. And I'm like, yeah, this is so great. I'm going to meet the sons of Ragnar. And then I met him and I was like, wow, this is a huge letdown. Cause I imagine they were going to be way cooler than they are. You guys are going to make me not even want to try it. Well, I mean, look, they, as soon as <laughs> as soon as you level gated content in Assassin's Creed and you couldn't do a yes. a one hit assassin anymore, it, yes. it stopped being Assassin's Creed. It, I Val mean, just Hall name it something Creed. else. Assassin's Creed presents, I don't know, something RPG, right? <laughs> and and that's coming from someone that liked Odyssey. Like, I liked Odyssey. That's, that's all it is now, man. It's just one huge RPG with the Assassin's yeah. Creed name slapped yeah. on it. And I know you guys yes. have seen that a million times on Twitter, but, like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and they're doubling down on that now, right? They're going to be doubling down on that with, with Infinity. We don't know that. Yeah. We don't know that because gotcha. Infinity is a platform. Infinity yeah. is going to be a platform that will host other, you know, that, that it's like a platform that's going to continue growing probably over like a 10 year span. Infinity is going to be like, Infinity is going to be like Halo Infinite. There's not going to be another yeah. Halo after Halo yeah. Infinite. It's going to be Halo Infinite and they're going to continue to add onto it for it's a 10 year plan. They've already talked about it. So, so it's Destiny, adding. but Halo. Yes. <laughs> In a sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So that's exactly what they're going to keep doing. They'll keep adding DLC, uh, uh, single player stuff, whatever it is, you know, and I think they're doing that with Assassin's Creed because I think it's probably cheaper on Ubisoft, you know, and then yeah. and then they, they get to just keep two studios on it with the same creative directors and the same two teams. That way it mm -hmm. just creates consistency and not everything is just chopped and screwed between two yeah. or three different studios. Well, so. it, it's it's shuffled things around a little bit because it was in Montreal, the main studio before, yeah. and yeah. you've seen a lot of uh, their developers leave. A, a couple mm -hmm. of them have recently went to Jay mm -hmm. Damon's studio. Uh, one of the other top uh, lead developers <laughs> there went to EA Motive, actually. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so you're 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 seeing some of that as they you know shifted the focus. The I think it's around director. the Quebec. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, art Quebec director. Studio. The Six, art director who's been there since uh, sixteen years. Since the first he's, Assassin's Creed, he started with Jade Raymond, dude. Like, I mean, so this guy's seen the entire franchise grow, and he's oh, just I like, hey, so fuck this. Right he, he, fo he, he followed her to Haven. Yeah. So apparently, there's, there's a rumor that uh, Haven's doing a live service game as well, according to their yeah. job posting. So I gotta say, I hate this. I don't like this. <laughs> the live service, all the, the shift yeah, live service. I don't want it. I want, you know. All the all like, the major just, players are doing it, some more than yeah. others. We covered it in the last episode, and yeah. what Sony's not getting from their first party studios, they're gonna get that from the Firewalks and uh mm -hmm. Haven and, and so on to fill those gaps. Yeah. It's I just like I'm I'm not gonna say I don't like change, but I don't like this type of change. I don't I don't want the live service. I love Destiny, mm -hmm. I like Destiny a lot, but I don't care much for the seasonal content and the new DLC and all that. I want you know, it, sometimes depend. Okay, so Destiny is kind of a bad example because, like for instance, Destiny Two was good when it launched, and they made it even better, and they kept improving it. And you know, every now and then they'd refresh it and make it feel like a whole new game with new mechanics and stuff. And so that's cool. Like I can get behind that. Um, but like, I don't know, man. I can't. I can't see that same sort of thing with like Assassin's Creed and stuff. I guess they could technically do you know seasonal content where now you're in Atlantis, now you're in India, and you know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I mean they, they are gonna go they are going in different uh time yeah. periods in it. Yeah. Um guys, let's let's move on and, and this next next piece doesn't have to be you know a round table discussion. Um, because it's honestly it's not it's it's frankly not a, a fun topic, but it's an important one. Mm. Um and uh that is uh, Activision Blizzard is being sued over the frat boy culture and harassment um by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Uh so this is a story from uh Bloomberg. Uh, by Maeve Alsup, their legal reporter. I'm going to read right from it uh, right here. And uh, it reads, Video game giant Activision Blizzard Inc., maker of games including World of Warcraft and Diablo, fosters a frat boy culture, which em female employees are subjected to constant sexual harassment, unequal pay, and retaliation, according to a lawsuit. Um, you know, what, what I'll say is many, many of you, uh, this story has been sort of cir circulating over the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. And I'll say many of you are probably already familiar with a lot of the details. And I'm not going to dive into them all here, but um, it's just a lot of like really, you know, really nasty stuff. And uh, unfortunately, some tragic stuff in there as well. Um, what's like really disheartening is that uh, some of the internal as well as internal communication that's been leaked um, from Activision Blizzard, as well as some of their external communication, um, to say that it's it's disappointing and unacceptable um, is is an understatement. Yeah. Um, to be clear, this is coming. Th this looks like this is more on the Blizzard side of things. Um, but you know, un unfortunately, like this isn't behavior that's isolated to just this one company. I mean, this yeah. was it was Ubisoft that was in the news for this, and it's it's we're talking about whole, a whole slew of other topics when it comes to Ubisoft these, these days. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate. You would think between um, sort of the movements and the awareness of, of, of this in the industry and just in general and in, in society that you'd be seeing a lot less of this, but uh, unfortunately it's something that's going to persist. And yeah. especially when they're responding with, uh, the, the statement that they made about the lawsuit, basically dismissing it, uh, entirely. Um, it's going, going to continue to persist. Uh, yeah. and that's, that's, you know, if we hold, if we hold them accountable 
if we speak with our wallets or vote with our wallets yep. um, or not let them off the hook by this, by not covering them like uh, entirely and not supporting them, yeah. you know, we can start seeing, you know, uh, some gradual change happen. Um, you know, this is, this is an industry that, that I love. And, you know, un unfortunately there's just like really toxic portions of the community. Uh, even some of the media encourages some of it sometimes, uh, yeah. various forms of toxicity and, and, and definitely in, in the development community itself in, in pockets of it. Um, and until, until like we get a sufficient response until real change and real action does happen, at least from Activision Blizzard, I'll say, and, I, and I'm going to still reflect on this right now, right? I'm not going to, I'm not going to say right now, I'm not going to ever buy their games or anything like yeah. that. Um, but, and that's something that I'm going to reflect on, but I'll just say right now, I'm not enthusiastic about supporting them right now and covering them. Yep. And that's with games like, you know, uh, they got Diablo two coming around the corner. That's not a game right now. That's, that's made me lose enthusiasm, uh, yes. from it. So again, they're the ones that are being highlighted here. And, uh, unfortunately it happens far too many times. Yeah. Um, so I really just want to say that if you guys want to chime in, feel free to, but I, I, I really felt like it was important for us to, to say our piece on that. Yeah. Well, and just to, just to generally speak on it. I mean, I was looking at some of the public public information and, and watching some videos, reading some articles, whatever. And really what it comes down to, at least for me, at least the most applicable thing I can think of in my head is if you like, if you know a guy that, you know, is kind of creeper and he sexually harasses people in different ways or makes inappropriate comments. You don't really want to be around that guy, you know? And like, I look at behavior like that and I'm like, well, gosh, I wouldn't do that in not only a professional environment, but just as a human being, like, like, you know, one of the things I was reading about was, uh, was, um, they do this thing called the cubicle crawl where they get just ridiculously drunk and then they crawl around essentially into their female coworkers, uh, um, spaces from underneath like in super inappropriate ways and you know they're down there on their hands and knees like crawling into these ladies cubicles and it's just so creepy like i can't imagine doing that in our office like we'd be fired in a heartbeat that just doesn't that's not appropriate behavior there's no if ands or buts about it things like that like we don't go around talking about our sex lives at work and uh you know I'm too hung over to work. So I'm going to delegate my tasks to these ladies over here. You know, it's like stuff like that. It's just, it's disgusting behavior. And it makes me really sad because, you know, obviously we talked about time crunches and stuff like that, where, where, you know, the industry is unhealthy in ways like that, but we've never, well, I wouldn't say never, but we haven't really gotten on this type of subject before. So harshly and so kind of pointed. Um, so yeah, it did, it did really kind of, gross me out and just left me with kind of an uneasy feeling in my stomach towards towards not only this developer but then you know the employees yeah, i mean especially the bad. the response to it where they essentially dismissed all, yeah. uh, all yeah. of the details and and some of the internal stuff that have leaked and it's just like what what's you know what have you done have the people that have uh, committed these have the, they have they been fired right yeah. or, or are they just getting a slap on the wrist um, or do many of these are the, yeah, are many of these people still employed? Are they still, are many of these still holding management positions and leading these projects yeah. that, you know, we're supposed to be excited about. So, um, that's the kind of stuff that needs to change. And, uh, of course, when, when, uh, the response to it is dismissive or a slap on the wrist, it is going to continue. Yeah. Um, 
And it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, you know, I, uh, it's an, uh, unfortunate that for the folks that have to, you know, work in a workplace like that, where beyond the challenges that a work, the work itself brings, you have to deal with the challenges that you're faced, uh, from the actual yeah. workplace itself. Um, yeah. so just, just terrible stuff. And, uh, I, I really felt like I just wanted to, I really just wanted to speak on it and it, it is a bummer. Um, no, but I, I mean, you, you two summed it up, summed it up best. Like even that response from corporate, instead of, you know, the easiest win that you could have done mm -hmm. was just say, you know, we're going to, we're going to look into this internally yeah. and, and, you know, work with the work with the victims to make this right. But instead, no, you're like, well, you know, this is why businesses move away from California. Yeah. Yeah, because um, you can't be raping. It's 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 unacceptable. I feel like the, and I feel like some of the sorry you're there. Yeah, just just to add to that, Jeremy, the worst characters you, sometimes you hear that from them, even where they're like, yeah. "We're going to look into it when it's a very uh, yeah. obvious offense." But go on, go on, Jeremy. Yeah. No, and yeah, it's a sad thing. You know, these people, from what it looks like, they're they're still in positions of power. They did get a slap on the wrist. Nothing is happening. It's it's just unacceptable. The industry yeah. as a whole needs to get better about it yeah be it yeah. crunch harassment the toxicity like as a whole there just needs to be a a, a clean like slate everywhere just because yeah. i mean that the the stories coming out of that it it's like fucking despicable like yeah. Yeah. how hard is it to treat someone like a human being yeah like like come on yeah. yeah. What, what sort again, of culture just, do you have where that stuff is acceptable? Like exactly. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. Yes. Um, and that's what's sad. I literally can't imagine that in our workplace. I, I can't, it, yeah, it's unfathomable yeah. in my head because again, that's such a, you know, you watch <laughs> these shows like what mad men take place in a time and a place where, where women and, and people of color were just second class citizens and they treat them like trash. And that's not a thing that I even think, is applicable in this day and age. And whenever I see it, it's just a rude awakening and that crap still goes on and it's, and it's gross and it's sad. It is man. Um, uh, it, it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Sorry, did I, did I cut you off? No, no, no. I mean, you know, I, I think you guys touched on everything, you know, uh, I think it's important that, you know, you do, you hold the people that are responsible you know, accountable and not the actual developers yeah. that are making yeah. these games because yeah, because the, they're still busting their asses on making these games. And, you know, I personally don't agree with um, when you have this conversation, you kind of have to like separate it, right? This is not the behavior. This is not the behavior and everything you guys talked about. I agree with it 100%. It's got to be rectified. Heads have to roll the right people. The, the, the right people who are responsible are the ones that are going to have to pay for this shit. Yeah. At the same time, um, the fact that it has reached uh, a federal level and it's actually the state of California that's suing them is really all that you need to know about about how severe this is, you know, in terms of like all the allegations and whatever. So, yeah. but with that being said, I think a lot of, I, I don't necessarily agree. Uh, I don't agree with not covering or not buying the games the way that I've been seeing today on Twitter. I don't see this whole boycotting bullshit because as we know, boycotting doesn't work. Uh, no matter what people say, uh, no matter what people say. And the reason why I'm saying it is because not only are there the victims of this entire thing uh, also busted their asses and worked on these projects. And 
there are people that are not involved with this at all. Developers also busted their asses and worked on these projects. So yeah. if you don't end up, and I feel like, you know, if, if, we, if we're just going to sit there and kind of shun that itself, you know, just because of this anger over these assholes that allowed all this to happen, um, then I think all their work, victim yeah. or non-victim, you know, yeah. I think all their work will be in vain. You know, I mean, at the, I, and people's excuses, you know, but people's argument for this as well, you know, they're still going to make money from it. It doesn't matter. Well, you know what, man? This is the fucking price we pay for living in a capitalistic society. Like this, we live in the United States. Like in, in the United States is a capitalistic country. And this is the way that it is. It's a trickle effect. Everybody gets paid, unfortunately. That's why some get paid more than others. Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Amazon's got terrible work conditions. It's been known for years, but Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world. Who the fuck is boycotting Amazon? And remember, yeah. I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying this to condone the behavior. I'm not. I well, need to, I, 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 you I, know, like I, I need to make that very clear. This is not to condone it. This is all I'm saying. All I'm saying is for these developers, whether it's the victims or the ones that are not the victims, but who had nothing to do with this either. You know, I mean, I I don't think it's fair to them either to just be like, well, fuck these guys. I'm not going to support them anymore. I'm not going to do anything anymore, you know, because like somebody like me, for instance, I'm buying through I'm going to get Diablo 2 Resurrection. I've been looking well, forward to it, you know, let, so. Yeah, let, let me let me be clear. And that's why I said I'm not making that strong statement right now, right? We're, we're going to let the dust settle on this. We are mm -hmm. going to learn more. Uh, there have been reporters, uh, uh, including Jess Gordon, who has corroborated some of that stuff from from former and uh, uh, current uh, employees. Um and that's why, you know, right now we're, it's a it's a very emotional response. And, I, and I've seen those strong statements as well. I've seen the boycotting. And that's why I'm not re yeah. ready to say that just yet. Um, <clears throat> I will say and I will stick to it's killed my enthusiasm for that stuff until we see some action on this stuff. I'm going to be less excited to to care about this stuff and cover this stuff and, and, and engage and like play this stuff until we see some action and it's like it's it's i ha it has i have a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth with it uh, at the moment yeah. right now again now i'm not going to go as far as, as saying um as as far as saying that i'm going to to boycott it or anything like that and i was yeah. very careful about saying that um so we'll we'll learn more and and i agree with you mo that there are some not every single person in there there are the actual victims that that are in that workplace um that there are some uh that that are you know suffering from this as well and you don't want to you don't want to you know kick them while they're down yeah. as well by not purchasing their stuff yeah i mean that that's really i mean i i think a lot of it right now is uh, and this wasn't directed at you man you know i don't want you to think like it was or anything that i said i'm just saying like based on everything that i've seen on twitter over the last 24 hours not necessarily yeah. what it, you know what you said um, I think a lot of it right now is knee jerk, uh, in terms of like, you know, these right. types of responses about boycotts or whatever it is. People want to do what's the right not, thing. What, yeah, of course. What's but not knee jerk. That is. Yeah, exactly. What that's the thing. Exactly. You nailed it on the head. What's not, what's, what's not knee jerk is, uh, our response to the bullshit that we heard, you know, about the disgusting crap. No, that's not knee jerk. That's human. If you don't have that yeah. type of response, you're a fucking animal personally. You know what I mean? So, I mean that, that that's what, that's what I think. But yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. I I think we just need to let the dust settle settle a little bit to see how it plays out. You know, mm -hmm. because if if the right people are not the ones that whose heads roll, you know, I mean that's uh, 
there's going to be a lot of angry yeah. people out there. I'll tell you that much. So definitely, yeah. I wanna. I do want to bring us home um, with 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 another story to bring us back up a little bit. But how are we doing on time? Do we have time for another story, or how are we doing on time, folks? I know we're running uh, a little extra. Uh, if you gotta, uh, but I, I, yeah, I, I, if you gotta, if you gotta run. No, yeah, no I'm sorry, man. We, we I'm so sorry, over. dude. Yeah, no, that's so good to have you, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I wish I could stay, dude. I swear, you know, I mean, it's it's been awesome. It's been it's been fantastic. I I really hope to be here with you guys again, and next mm -hmm. time it'll actually be the whole thing. <laughs> we yeah, I mean, we we, we went a little over. Uh, thanks to your guys as your various Assassin's Creed tangents and so on. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know, you brought you brought you you brought a good energy. I you know, brought man. a good energy to the, to the show. I appreciate uh, it, man. Mo, you yeah. are absolutely welcome back anytime. Thank you, uh, brother. Really Thank quick, you where, where can we find you uh, online? Uh, at uh, On Twitter, I'm at Mo Kalama, M-O-E-Q-A-W-A-M-A. And then we have uh, Backlog Chronicles. Uh, that's the podcast. Uh, that's the Backlog underscore pod. And then we also have uh, our YouTube channel itself, uh, where we just do the shows on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. EST. Gonna, but that's uh, going to be linked in the description. I appreciate it, man. Thank you guys so much. Seriously, All right, it's brother, been awesome. It was you great guys are a you, man. you guys are a blast, man. I can't wait to do this again. Honestly, <laughs> next time, next time we'll have you guys on too. So really appreciate it, man. All right, brother. Take care, man. Thank you All for right, being guys. here. All right, you guys have a good night. Take care. You have a good night, bud. Later. Bye. All right, it is back to the trio, and we got one more story uh, to hopefully oh, pick yeah. us back up um, after after that that uh, awful one. Um, new details have emerged for Ghost of Tsushima's Iki expansion, uh, which okay. which is fantastic. I know we're all big fans of that. So uh, the PlayStation blog released a short write up written by uh, Patrick Downs, the senior writer for the the game. Uh, at Sucker Punch, uh, as well as released a new trailer that I want to play for you guys. Um, but uh, essentially, the premise of the story is is that Jen Jen has ran into a scouting group, a Mongol scouting group from the Iki Island, where he knows that he has to sort of uh, put an end to what's happening there. So he travels to Iki Island, um, where he's now faced with a whole new like mysterious Mongol tribe led by a shaman uh, known as Anshar Katan. I don't know if I'm pronouncing correctly, but her followers call her the Eagle. He's going to be faced with his old fears and he will unearth some uh, deeply buried traumas. And it's mm. going to feature uh, a lot, some of the familiar characters that we uh, saw in the first game, as well as introduce a lot of new ones. Um, and this trailer, yeah, this trailer was pretty, uh, it, it sort of sets the tone for what the, uh, this is. Have you guys had a chance to watch this one yet? I've, is this the sequel to 50 shades of gray? What <laughs> <laughs> was happening there? There's a little bit of dominance going on. I did watch the trailer. That... It looked really good. <laughs> it, it did look really good. Yeah. I can't I, wait, I, I, man. Jeremy, what do you think, man? And, and I can't recall did because you know the, the fact that the the main antagonist is a is a is a shaman like character like makes me think and and i don't remember if it was shown in this in in this trailer um if they lean in to a bit to to the uh the stylings of like the multiplayer the legends part of this, right we'll see that right yeah. there do you see what Ooh, just played yeah. that actually kind of reminded me yeah 
that reminded me of legends a little Re legends has very much this like red aesthetic but this, these like that yeah that him just running through like glowing it looked, neon it looked like that was a young gin by the way so it look, that looks like that was like a flashback oh, guaranteed we're gonna trauma. guaranteed we're gonna have him uh probably have a segment where he's kind of drugged up on whatever the shaman gave oh, him and, and a little, a little scarecrow yeah yeah <laughs> oh man that seems it, so good look at his trauma being unearthed oh my gosh i can't wait I mean, I can't. <laughs> yes, yeah. being on Earth. I've, oh, I've it looks cool. Here. That island, that island looks. Uh, both look at that hat, majestic just... and. Uh, <laughs> can, can was that, that the new helmet. armor? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Look at how look tall at it is. <laughs> uh, another thing that they that wasn't, I don't think, in that actual blog post itself, but uh, they tweeted this out was uh, this fun little tidbit about animal sanctuaries. So there's going to uh -huh. be animal sanctuaries across. Iki Island, where you can play soothing melodies with this flute. You got all these uh, instruments in the background. Kevin, where's your flute at, bro? I know you're a little flute oh, player. I have a you trumpet. Got, you have, you have a flute. So you play the flute and you help calm the animals down and uh, you can then pet them. So more animals to pet y'all as they have teased. Kevin, the did you cat, see this? The cat is super yeah. cute. I clearly missed the part about petting animals. It wasn't oh, in the blog man. post. It was on Twitter itself. So there's a oh, cat okay, that's okay. really cute. There are uh, there's a deer you could pet and oh, uh, monkeys. Oh, the monkey looks the monkey looks fun. So I'm um, so ready for this. I want to pet all the animals. Yeah. So it looks like you're just it looks like you're just sort of like vibing and <laughs> petting the animals and just chilling <laughs> chilling with them more so than them leading you to secrets. Unless you know now, they're holding back. Is it a flute or does he have a peace pipe? Because there's a difference in in the effects. <laughs> he's that just sitting there he's like you guys really get me when he when he breaks free from the shaman he like he it's like five flute plays in before he realizes that his flute was replaced by a peace pipe he just wakes up naked with animals all around him and he's like you guys are my best friends <laughs> my trauma's been unearthed so the game is out animals. august 20th and uh again we've talked about the upgrade path for both PS4 and PS5, well, mostly PS4 players, and then of course there's the you could stand buy the standalone director's cut on PS5 for sixty nine ninety nine. Guys, this is is this a day one? Yes. Yep. Wait, was uh, how much was the upgrade again? So for 30? going from going from PS4 to PS5, it's thirty. Oh, going right, from okay. PS4 to PS4 director's cut, it's twenty. Okay, I was thinking about um, Death Stranding being ten bucks, and so I was like, "Oh yeah, I can't wait to get this up for ten bucks." But thirty, still worth it. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm listen. I'm I'm happy to play pay the the thirty dollars uh, oh, yeah. because I'm a huge fan of the the, the game yeah. itself. Um, we waited an entire I, generation. I know we we we've talked about we've talked about how people have complained that the price is steep. I felt like those conversations were said about uh miles morales yeah i felt like those conversations were uh, said about uh returnal all, all prematurely and whether they're right or wrong i'm just i'm just going to say it's all very early on we don't know how much content yeah. is in the expansion those same people probably go out and get new iphones every year so i don't know <laughs> yeah although and those same people are gonna uh, are gonna complain about so many other things uh, <laughs> regarding pricing for yeah for just games in general, whether it's a $70 price point or the fact that you even have to buy Battlefield. So many people just wanted mm -hmm. Battlefield for free, for instance. 
guys, that about does it for our show. I want to turn it over to you, Kevin, to see if you have any closing thoughts. And if not, where can people find you? I do have closing thoughts, actually. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but I'm really excited for um, Cute as a Button Alloy Aloy in uh, in Genshin Impact. Honestly, it's literally the driving factor in me coming to Genshin Impact. You just because, recently uh, downloaded it, right? I literally just downloaded it today. I have not even booted it up yet. I know she's not even coming until like October, but right? Is that true? They, they didn't uh, announce a release date. It, they said alongside the, the latest version. But Kevin, I do want to oh. thank you because I had to cut that story uh, because we're running so long. Dude, I had to cut so that cute. story. But I, I want to thank you for mentioning Genshin Impact and continuing our sponsorship from uh, <laughs> the Chinese yeah. government, right? So that yeah. you got to keep those, yeah. uh, those sponsorship dollars <laughs> flowing in, mentioning Genshin Impact in every episode. Did we, did we we covered Soul Reaver. What else? Yes, God of did. War. Let's yes. get God of War out there. He said well. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Kingdom so, Hearts. Yeah. Jeremy yeah. covered that one. Uh, so yeah, yeah the, a couple of crossovers that are fun that PlayStation's doing. Aloy and uh, Genshin Impact, and Ratchet and Clank skins in Fall Guys. Yeah, uh, so that's so all, cute. That's all fun. Um, Kevin, where can people find you online? Um. Well, my OnlyFans account. I'm just kidding. Uh, on Twitter <laughs> at NXS Kevin. Absolutely. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, uh, any closing thoughts? Yeah, actually, surprisingly. Yes. Are you going to bring up another story that we had to cut? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to actually give out. Way. He's going to actually yeah. give out my my OnlyFans called the Lumber Yard. I mean, you, you know what? I, I will say, you know, maybe the last tangent here is surprising that the Netflix gaming. Yes. Uh, or Netflix games that are being added to their subscription is more of a Apple Arcade pretty bummed uh, out implementation instead of you know kind of what people were kind of getting excited about of it being like potentially something with PlayStation with the you know Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> and the uh, yeah the data mining that got leaked but you know maybe maybe that's maybe that's coming on somewhere down the line or maybe those were just yeah. mock-ups like uh like yeah. the blue point acquisition anyway <laughs> <laughs> well it, it's interesting I, I i don't think i had seen that uh dual sense graphic anywhere yeah. before so that that is interesting uh I, they may they may ha it, it may be a simple partnership where uh the dual sense works with it somehow um, yeah i will say this guys we a couple episodes ago we talked about sumo digital Maybe being mm -hmm. next to get acquired, mm -hmm. right? And get or are gonna get acquired. Guess what and happened? They got acquired. Insiders. I wish yeah. Mo was here to hear this uh, on his show actually last week when they covered the Netflix uh, thing. I told him that I think that it's gonna be more of like an Apple Arcade thing. What happened? Industry like inside. A, I'm next. Guys, Apple, we're I'm on next a trend. We 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 got we're 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 on the right right track there. Um, yeah, that is a little disappointing, but um. Uh, at the same time, I'm also a little relieved. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't, if you're, if you're not going to go all in on, 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 uh, you know, first party development or just like a full gaming service. Um, I don't, I don't want another half-assed gaming service. So if you're going to do yes. it, uh, something for a, you know, casual audience, they did talk about going, uh, starting out with mobile. It's going to be mobile gaming first. Hey, that's fine. 
Uh, it's yeah, a, yeah. it's an added value for it. right yeah. right now for the memberships. Is they're not they're from the re, the reports are stating that it's not an additional cost. So I, if they're going to be mean, added value, that that's fine. That's cool. Yeah, man. it's yeah, not it's, cool. it's not necessarily a bad thing too that it's more mobile focused. I mean, Apple Arcade is supposed to be somewhat mobile focused, right? But then you got mm -hmm. stuff like Fantasian and and a few other games there that are actually pretty good experiences. So. I mean, just because it's mobile it doesn't necessarily like it's a it's a bad yeah. thing, and it's being added at no additional yeah. cost. So, I mean, well, and with we'll, the horsepower we'll and phones these days, yeah, sure. I mean, with the horsepower and phones these days, there's just a lot of possibilities that can happen on mobile gaming nowadays. So, you know, mobile gaming used to be such a joke, and actually, it wasn't a joke when the God of War mobile game came out. But I digress. Uh, <laughs> mobile gaming has such high potential. Keyword: <laughs> guys. Guys, me let's, a buzzer. let's let's wrap it up. Jeremy, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at, at NXS Jeremy on Twitter. <laughs> Guys, and you can find us at NXS Cast on Twitter. You can find me at Dash Revolver. Once again, I want to thank our guest, Dr. Mo. We'll have where you could find him uh, uh, on the Backlog Chronicles as well as him on Twitter. Um, fantastic, fantastic guest. I love the energy he brought to it <laughs> and uh, can't wait to invite him back to the show for Kevin, for Jeremy and our special invisible guest, Mo, I am dash. It's been an absolute pleasure. See you guys next time.